Three, two, one. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast. As always, guys, co-host of the podcast, Mr. Misa L is here with us. Say what's up to the podcast. Yo, yo, yo. What it do, what it do, what it do. And the producer chair, our boy Joe, is back. Say what's up to the podcast, Joe. What is up, everybody? For episode 165, guys, we have a very, very, very special guest. He's a member of the El Salvadorian men's national soccer team and a member of your El Paso locomotive. His name is Eric Calvillo. Say what's up to the podcast, man. Yeah, what's up? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Hey, Sheesh. welcome, dude. Welcome, man. Appreciate Thanks for giving you us your time, dude. Of course. Thank you guys for inviting me. Oh, yeah, brother. Thank you for being here today. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we, we know you're a busy guy. You're training. You got this uh, USL season coming up. So thank you for being here. And thank you for answering my fucking IG DM. Yes. That was really cool. You Isn't that really creepy, fast. dude? Like you get a message from like oh some God. guy like his face on it's it. All ugly. You're like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Not at all. To be honest with you, like the most like messages I get are from are from men. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like kids. Fans. I yeah, guess Chris was the cutest exactly. one he got, so he answered back. I yeah, because you'll be surprised, man. I, you know, I have my woman back home, and she's like. Oh, who's texting you or who's on your DMs? I'm like, it's, it's all Chris, guys. man. It's yeah. Chris. It's all guys, he just man. wants a podcast, I swear. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Well, thank you for being here. Yes. So give him a round yeah. of applause for joining us today. Sure. Mr. Eric, we really, really appreciate you sliding by the studio. Uh, guys, before we crack off episode number, crack off, before we start off episode number 165, there's a tradition mm-hmm. on this motherfucker. It's called the cracking of the celebratory beer. And it sounds mm-hmm. like... There you go, guys. Thank you all for supporting us. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for following us on Instagram, liking us on Facebook, subscribing to our YouTube channel. We really do appreciate all that. All right, Mr. Eric. So for the people who may not know who you are, you're a midfielder for the Locomotives. Been playing soccer a long time now. Uh, For the people who may not know who you are, though, give them like a little brief um, introduction to who you are. Uh, Well, yeah. Again, my name is Eric Calvillo. I am a center midfielder for your Locomotives. Uh, I've been playing since I was about the age of four, uh, you know, been all over the world. I've played with, you know, with different, you know, clubs, academy. I've also, you know, had the privilege of representing the U.S. national team at the youth level. But uh, and then, yeah, I signed my first pro contract when I was about 17, going on 18 and been going into what my eighth year now. And, you know, the the story's still being written, man. So, yeah, can't dude. complain. Hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. dude. 17, 18? God bless. Yeah, what, what were you doing, Chris? <laughs> Nothing, dude. You ask me this every time. 17, 18 He was probably me, smoking, whacking it in the room. Smoking a bunch <laughs> of THC yeah. and not doing shit. You know what I mean? But, yeah, dude, it's true. But anyways, dude, thank you for fucking being here again, like yeah. we said. Um, so, you're actually, um, you're from California. We were just mm-hmm. talking about this Palmdale, California. Yes, sir, uh, Palmdale. What, what was it like growing up over there, man? Uh, it was chill, man. I mean, to be honest with you, like my childhood probably isn't nothing like, you know, everybody else's or yours. Uh, you know, I grew up in, you know, a small town, Palmdale, you know, uh, a lot of people were, were barely moving there. It was a new area, new town, new city. And and yeah, you know, I grew up there until I was about what I want to say 14. I left and I never went back. You just haven't gone like back that? since? Well, I've gone back to visit, yeah, of course, but I'm saying just like... Just to live there? Yeah, yeah, I never went back to living there. Like, it's just off-season. Off-season hey. was the only time I would go back to Palmdale, right. see my friends, uh, you know, but uh, but I moved out there when I was about six or seven, I want to say. That's where it all started, and then until four, seven years later, then I left. 
Oh yeah, everyone dude. back. So, where, so where is like Palmdale? What part of California is that? Uh, it's like north of LA. Okay. Yeah. It's so it's away LA. from the big city. It shit. is. Yeah. Okay. It's about like an hour and a half to two, depending oh, on traffic. You Damn. Know? Yeah. So it's like uh, it's a little like going towards I want to say Vegas. Okay. You know, because uh, it was closer from Palmdale. You know, to Vegas, then LA to Vegas. Is it like know? desert then? Yeah, it's, it's desert. So, to be honest, it's exactly like El Paso. Okay, like, oh, it's shit. very similar. So when I came here, I was like, bro, like, like it's yeah. nothing new. Welcome home. Yeah, yeah, I was like, pretty much, you know, like Palm does exactly <laughs> like, like this. What? No trees? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. at home. He's I'm like, like, no just, trees. <laughs> yeah. Just desert. They smoke just them desert all the trees. Sand. Yeah, no. So Pondo is nice. It's a, it's involving just like here. You know, I've like I've uh, I've had a friend that is you know from here. He lived here like majority of his life. Um, maybe you guys have heard of him. His name is Alejandro Sendejas. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, he fucking plays. Uh, he plays in Mexico, exactly. right? Like he plays Liga in Yeah. So he. So when I first met him, it was through the national team. But uh, but yeah, you know, he talked about it being a small town, not much to do. You know, it's still growing type of stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's Palmdale. Now look at look at it. A couple yeah. years later, like everybody's involved, and new stuff are coming in, and and yeah, you know, people are moving. You know, more to El Paso and like just like Palmdale. Right. Yeah, dude. I mean, El Paso's grown so much. I mean, we have a USL team now. Uh, we got the fucking uh, Chihuahuas back. Mm-hmm. They like uh, they weren't always there. We had minor league baseball before in the city, but you know, after the Diablos moved out, you know, we didn't really have any more sports besides UTEP. You know, uh, but yeah, dude, it's cool and it's it's it's. I think it's good for you because uh, the trend transition to being here is easier because you're kind of used to like being in a place like Palmdale. You know yeah. what I mean? No, of course. But you I- know what, El Paso doesn't have that Palmdale. Does a fucking rap song by fucking yeah I was this I was fucking today years old that I fucking realized that uh Afro Man is from Palmdale so yeah, shout yeah. out to that Eastside yeah. Palmdale <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's what's shout up, out dude. to Afro Man I know he's listening yeah he's, uh, he's watching now yeah, he's watching <laughs> so where does your like uh I guess your soccer story start like uh were you did you grow up and everyone was playing soccer like were you like into other sports or how did you like that really begin <clears throat> Yeah, no, pretty much uh, my family, you know, all soccer. I really grew up just playing soccer. Uh, my dad was a goalkeeper, actually, so which is kind of weird about it. You know, he was a goalkeeper, and I became like a midfielder. Right. You're over here scoring goals and shit. And so. When I can, when I can. You know, <laughs> I, I, when I was young, yeah, I was yeah, banging yeah. goals. It was easier than now. It's obviously it's right. tough. More technical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keepers have involved and grew. You yeah. know, back then, keepers were like <laughs> super tiny, so all right. I would have to do is just chip it over them. And I would score so many goals doing that, you know. But uh, but yeah, I I grew up, you know, from my family playing. My, I have uncles that played, my cousins that play, my siblings not so much. My brother is starting to play more soccer now. Um, my sisters never really, you know, grew into that. They right. they stayed away from it. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like it, it was just from my dad's side. My mom really never played soccer either, but she was just that supportive mom that you know did a lot for me soccer mom dude yeah, exactly. are you, are you yeah. the oldest i am yeah the I'm oldest the child o- i'm the oldest out of four yeah. yeah so it's me my two younger sisters and then my baby brother yeah oh yeah dude and so like when uh when do you start like because obviously youth soccer in america is kind of like a i don't know that a lot of people talk shit about it you know like the you whole, mean like the ymca fucking? well like the whole <laughs> idea of like pay to play like yeah. you know what i mean oh, okay. like like clubs like 
especially like a prestigious like club, like obviously to be part of it, you know, you got to have some financial means. Yeah. It's not like in just like almost any other country, like uh, from in Mexico or the Netherlands or in Belgium, where like all you need is just to be able to play and you can fucking play. So how did like how what do you remember about being on these like club teams? And like, when did you really start to get like some traction or notice like, hey, I'm pretty good at this shit, dude. Yeah. So obviously, like I started obviously at a very young age and went through the path that I think majority soccer players go through, which is like YMCA or AYSO is what we call it over there. Um, and then I guess at the age of five to six, you know, the, the way people saw me and my father saw me and the talent that I had, he had another vision for me. And that took me to like starting club, which was, you know, I was playing two years up. I wouldn't, I never really played my own age. So at the age of like seven is when I f joined my first team in Palmdale when I moved out, it was the AV Sharks. Uh, I was, like I said, seven years old playing with U9s, you know, and I did that for majority of my life of my youth um, until I, I want to say I was about 11 or 12, I would say maybe a little, maybe 10 uh, is when, you know, the, again, like my dad saw a different vision and saw something that could be, could be better for me and my career. And that was getting me out of Palmdale and getting me back to playing in LA teams where all the scouts were going right. to, right. you know what I mean? Like they're the all looking. Exactly. The best teams were there and they're playing in the best tournaments. They're playing in the, you know, the best academy teams, you know? So that's when I ended up signing. I'm oh, not signing. Sorry. I'm so used to that. But uh, joining Real SoCal, which were who a team that was a very popular club in, in L.A. from Thousand Oaks. And uh, and I went there and, you know, that was the. How old were you when that happened? I was about, like, I want to say like about 10 or so. Yeah. Like I was there for a while, man. I was there. It was my team throughout the whole like teenage you know yeah, yeah, yeah. age and stuff like yeah man so i joined them and i was there for like a good couple of years how was that like as a 10 year old right mm -hmm. like like playing and and doing this shit obviously you you probably you probably um were practicing way more than like an average kid would like in a ymca team yeah. or something but was it was it your dad kind of pushing you to it and or was it always also like you you wanted it to do it or something nah nobody really pushed me to it like it was more for me like i decided to do it i wanted to do it because um you know, like my schedule, especially joining Real Socal was training Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, three days out of the week and driving an hour and a half. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, you know, from Palm to the Thousand Oaks is even I feel like it's a little further than even driving to L.A., you know, especially with traffic. So it took it took a while to get there. I mean, and then three hours just of, of just of driving every pretty, practice. Pretty much, yeah. you know, there and back. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm getting back home late, like around already like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Because training's finishing around like eight. By the time I get home, yeah, it's already ten, eleven. It's a quick shower, go to bed, wake up, go to school. Yeah, go to school. You know. So I did that majority of my life, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like regret any of it. You know, it was honestly the best, best time. I miss it so much. You know, just being a kid and just focusing just yeah, on it's soccer. Just soccer, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's something that I love to do, and and I think what really helped balance it was was school. School in the environment that I grew up in, friends, you know what I mean? It was like two separate lives. Like, you know, I had two separate it lives. It wasn't just soccer, nah. you know, so you couldn't get tired of exactly. it or get annoyed by exactly. it. Exactly. You know? It was like, because at school, it was only basketball or football. And then outside of school, soccer. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, because these kids ain't, ain't up to it, dude. Nah. They don't want to play you, bro. <laughs> nah, Come on. Nah, I wouldn't want to play you either. Not even that. <laughs> well, that was, I, think, I think more of what he's talking about is like the commitment level that you right, have yes. to show, you know? Yeah. And you, like, uh, 
like you're saying, you're getting home at fucking 10, 11 at mm-hmm. night, uh, you know, fucking grab something to eat, take a shower and do it all over again tomorrow. Exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I think there's a, there's, there's something that divides you from like, uh, somebody who's committed to like the journey of like, let me actually take youth soccer and let's push mm-hmm. it to another level than to someone who's just playing like basketball, like Saturday mornings practicing. Yeah. But that was good for him while, though. You know? Like he was saying, it's good for you because then, uh, you know, like it, it would, I guess in my opinion, like as a 10, 11 year old kid, like all day soccer, you know, soccer in the morning, soccer in the afternoon and at night yeah. to have like the whole school because you don't have to worry about soccer. You're yeah. playing basketball, you have friends. Exactly. So it kind of takes your mind away from exactly. that. It makes me miss it. Right. And that's what I was thinking. Cause you know, I, I played pretty football, you know, mm-hmm. all the way up to high school and, and that's what I always enjoyed. But I had some friends that like, even like on off season, their dad was like, Hey, you're going to come to practice mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. These kids grew up fucking hating football. Exactly. You know, they, they, they grew up like, nah, fuck that dude. I'm tired of it. I did it all my life. Yeah. But I think in some sense, I think it helped you out. No, you know, it did. It did for sure. And, and like memories from it, which was pretty crazy. Um, I would have like obviously games still out there. So I'm driving like an hour and a half still every like every weekend to go play and then come back. And then the, you know, the drive back, I'm obviously so tired from the game. I'm, I pass out. And the <laughs> weird thing about it was that once I got home, it was like, oh, game number two, because I'm just playing by myself. I got my ball. I'm in the house. I'm passing against the walls, shooting against the wall, pretending I'm a goalkeeper and scoring. You know, I was like, my imagination as a kid with yeah, yeah. soccer was just unbelievable. And like, just, I guess, like having that. It's, it's an, an obsession. You, yeah, you know, it, it was. It comes to a point where like, even after a game, you get home all late and you're still playing. Yeah, games, you know? which it was weird. You know, it was weird. Obviously thinking about it now, I'm like, dude, like, dude, give it a Just give thinking it a about soccer and <laughs> yeah. give it a all break, the running dude. you do. Like, nah, <laughs> yeah, but yet I was... Right when I got home and I had that power nap, I'm like, all right, back at it. Game number two, (laughs) here we go. Hell yeah, dude. Me against me. That's what's up, dude. So at some point, like you mentioned, you played a youth level for the U.S. Um, Mm -hmm. How does that, like, happen? Like, uh, was there, like, a certain scout that, like, approached you and your dad? Or, or, like, how did they fucking, uh, like, catch eye of you? Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, there's different different ways where there were. I mean, I'm not too sure and familiar if they're still doing specific, you know, trainings or little camps or the way they scout right. compared to how I was because, right. uh, it, like, like I said, it was completely different, you know. And I'm, and I, like I said, I'm, I'm very grateful for, you know, what my parents decided to do and sacrifice for me, and also the 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 club Real Socal and what they did for me and my family to give me the opportunity to play for them and get scouted. You know, I was, uh, you know, obviously my family were not, we didn't come up. With, you know, with money like that, we, you know, we weren't broke, but we weren't, you know, rich or anything. You know, we we're comfortable as much as we could, and my parents did what they had to do for their for their ch- their children, and you know, with some help, you know, it really it really did go a long way. Obviously, because look where I'm at now, and I'm very blessed to be where hey, I'm. Hey, shout at. out to your parents, man. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to your parents. parents. Those are good parents right they there, are, man. For sure. That's that's uh one of the things I tell a lot of like you know young kids, especially when I go to talk to schools or kids out of games and stuff like that anything any type of you know conversation with kids i don't just make it focus on the on the on the kids i try to bring in the parents right because the kids can't drive themselves the right, kids right, right. can go and get this gear and this and that for them you know the parents sacrifice a lot but uh but yeah with the youth um i don't know if you guys know odp have you guys heard of odp odp no. odp's like uh i think it was like considered like a olympic development program is okay. what it was called and it's oh, ba- and it's basically up. like a mini all-star team but in a region 
you know so you're so wherever you're from state wise and live like there's a specific region in that right, right? so like california was like region seven i would say and basically they would get invite you to these camps of theirs and they'll bring in they basically make like a mini all-star team of a state right you know what i mean like the cream of the crop from each team put them all together exactly make a little all-star team per se so that's that's how i got scouted from the national team i had got invited to that and i went to the camp and i did well and like to where i made that team and then we started playing against different regions, you know, states, playing in all these big tournaments where a lot of U.S. scouts were there. Right. So we had a tournament in Oregon, and out of all the regions that were there, they invited, like, a good amount because it was, I don't know how many regions, but out of, let's say, 10 regions, you're bringing 20-plus kids, right, on each each one, and only 80 of them were chosen for, like, the first ever, like, U.S. camp at that, at your age. Right. And I was fortunate enough to be one of those chosen ones. And after that, like, I never left. Right. I was getting called every camp. That is, dude. that's yeah. crazy. I mean, I didn't that's even crazy. know that existed, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To have these, these, like, big corporate, like, well, like I mean, games like that, yeah, like, yeah, it's state like, by state. Yeah. Like, organizations yeah, that, like, I mean, they try to put shit together. So, I mean, this is, like, common in, like, uh, football, basketball, mm-hmm. like, AAU and basketball mm-hmm. is fucking similar to this. Um, but that's cool, dude. And then, like, you get to step up your competition level. Yeah, exactly. Because you're not just playing, like, you know, the same teams you're, and uh, the same players. You're actually playing uh, some of the best players that you can at that age. Mm-hmm. How, was, then, how was your experience with that? Like, did, did you get to a point where, like, you thought, like, oh, shit, maybe I'm not like like uh good enough like to the level of these kids or did you always feel like like hey man i could do this i I belong here yeah no i never i never thought in that negative way at all um obviously like i i had a different you know i guess like mindset because i just wanted to be a pro so bad and, and be the best and now it's a different mindset because now i am a pro and I am trying to still be the best, but I'm not thinking about being the best like ever. I'm just trying to think about being the best like myself and in my position. Right. You know, I'm not trying to focus on anything else. And uh, but yeah, like I never had that negative thought. I was always like so super confident as a kid. Um, and then in, in the position that I played, I was like, that's um, that's my position. You know, obviously there were for sure way more talented players. You know what I mean? That that came that I came up with, um, but. I never like saw myself less than them. Is know? there somebody that sticks out that you played against or played with that sticks out? Big well, time, big well, time. They're well, all yeah, yeah. Hold on, before we get into that, because uh, I don't think, um, I mean, I don't know how how much people know about like youth level soccer, but okay. youth level soccer they play like youth level World Cups. They play mm-hmm. tournaments just like the national team does. Uh, what I was reading was you were on the U.S. under seventeen mm-hmm. team that uh, played at the World Cup. And you actually were on the same roster as like uh, Christian Pulisic, Haji Wright, Weston McKinney. Like these guys are fucking household names in soccer. You yeah. know what I mean? And you're right there training alongside, uh, alongside them, playing with mm-hmm. them, living with them. Like you know what I mean? Interacting with them. So uh, how is like that? Like when you get to that level and you see these guys and you see them now, you mm-hmm. look back, you're like, holy fuck, I was there. Yeah, no, I'm like I'm like I'm telling you, man. Those guys, obviously, the career they made for themselves has been you know they've worked for it very hard and they're very blessed and i'm happy for each single one of them and uh yeah so i grew up with them you know like we were all of us were there from the beginning you know from the very first camp of the u14 that's what age group it starts i mean i'm sure they have younger ones now but for us it was like 98 year only or 
And if you're born maybe like 99 or, or under, uh, you're there. But all of us that were 98s, we were all at that one camp. And there was about 100 and something kids. You know what Fuck. I mean? Yeah, there was a lot of us. And that's where it all started for us. And then after that, we finally started playing more and, and then got to the U15 level. And that's where we're like... It was our group, like all those guys that Haji Wright, uh, Luca De La Torre, oh, yeah, forgot Tyler, about him, Tyler, Adams, Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, Christian Pulisic, like all those big name U.S. Right. soccer stars now, they were were on that one group. You know what I mean? In the U15 is where we took over. You know, we were, Jesus Christ, what the hell am I doing? My life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus it was Christ. it was it was a blessing, man. We had a great time. We had a lot of memories for sure. You know, I was very, very blessed to be a part of that group and you not even be just a part of it, but right. captain it for, for like a very long time. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Uh, and was, you guys uh, achieved some good success. Exactly. Uh, especially for like when you look at uh, what success means for like a U.S. Mm -hmm. national team, uh, even at, for a youth team, like you guys did really, really well, dude. Yeah, no, we did. I mean, and another person I forgot to throw out and we just mentioned him earlier was Alejandro Sendejas was Sendejas, part, of that, right. part of that group exactly. as well. You know, uh, he... He was in there and like just like a lot of other players that are still pro now, even playing in this league or in some, or across Europe. Um, but yeah, like I'm saying, man, that, that group was something special. Like we knew we knew it already. We knew how how many talented players we had and that could for sure make it pro. Right. And and I could go down that starting lineup to the bench and majority of them are pros. Right, right, either right. here in the US or across in Europe and uh and yeah man like just being you know part of that group and you know experiencing all that we we went through it was was really dope you know it was a blessing and like I said just to captain them and which is weird you know just you're looking at me and you're like oh you captain them but then I mean that's a great but, story yeah something you know, great to tell your grandkids exactly you know I, write in your yeah it's like I talk, biography fuck yeah let's talk about Christian Pulisic Ta Tyler Adams and Weston like the biggest names right now for U.S. soccer right. I'm like, yeah, they're they're over there in Europe, but I captained them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could say right, that. Right. <laughs> but I think like, uh, and it's something to take away from like what your career has developed yeah. into. It's just, um, you know, things are different for everyone. Exactly. Everybody develops at a different time. Uh, sometimes you get a break that maybe somebody would have not fucking uh, gotten. Someone gets hurt. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? There's so many things that can happen. But just to be part of that, like, is something special, dude. Yeah. And as a big U.S. men's national team fan as I am, like, when I was doing my research on you, uh, I didn't know you were on that team. Mm -hmm. And when I fucking found that out, dude, I was like, I got like a half quarter chub for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I was like super fanboy, but like, it's just cool, dude. And then, like, for you to like have that, like, uh, hindsight now to look back and say, like, yeah, dude, you know, I was part of something special. Uh, but that doesn't, you know, it's just like being because, proud of like the like the like the young dream team, right? If you think but about it. but just it because like that, yeah. you didn't reach like or you haven't reached those levels that these guys have, mm -hmm. it doesn't take anything away from like nah. what you guys did and the type of player that you are. You yeah, know what I mean? No, that shit 100%. should be like recognized. You know what I mean? Give them a fucking round of yeah. applause. Yeah, 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 no, badass. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. But yeah, dude. So like after that, you play, uh, you know, um, for the youth uh, <laughs> USA team. Uh, I just I'm sorry. I was just imagining them, dude. Like Eric, like uh, like in a huddle with all these like big ass name guys, and he's like, "Look at me now. I'm captain. I'm captain. It was like it's also a reflection of like your work ethic mm -hmm. and your character, dude. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm sure the coaches choose the captain. Exactly. Right? Then that um, was the thing, right? And so the coaches had amongst all these great players. 
He's your fucking captain. Yeah, that's, that's badass. That's yeah, something yeah. that is like a that noteworthy. Speaks volumes. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and like I said, it's not the players picking captain because maybe that gets into who's yeah. most popular. Mm-hmm. But it's like the coaches and the the staff recognize like, hey, this guy, and being <laughs> under seventeen, bro, the maturity <laughs> level you have to have. I'm to the captain, captain now. The team, you know, that's something Look crazy, me. dude. Yeah, no, I'm like, the captain now. Like I remember the time, like you know, the, from the U15s and even going into the U17s. Uh, just the meeting about like the captain, you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, the U seventeen one was a little bit different because of just the amount of years that we spent together as a U fifteen, and I was captain the whole time. It was like, oh, kind of already figured. I think he's gonna get the captain. You know what I mean? Right. And of course, I was hoping for it because I loved being captain. I loved that leadership role. I loved you know to give. You know, I wasn't controlling or anything right. not at all, but. Uh, but I love to have that leadership and be like, all right, we're going to do this and we're going to follow me. Set the standard. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's what, uh, you know, I even try to do now. I don't, that's what I learned that, you know, as a, as a kid and even being a pro, especially being a pro at a young age was you don't need to be the oldest. You don't need to be the strongest, right. the fastest. You don't need to be the captain right. to be a leader. It's you know? up here, dude. It is. Yeah. It is. You know what I mean? It's by your attitude and the way you, go about the game and really like for the team and uh and we had a lot of talks about that last year with with john hutchinson and he pointed it out you know in front of everybody which was you know completely true like you have different leaders on every team you have the captain which is yuma yes yuma you will yell and this and that like a captain that's fine we have other leaders like we had dylan mares right harley would talk as much but he led us by performance right. you know he would show up he would do what he had to do to help us that's a leader and like for myself it was just the same thing like showing up trying to perform and also communicating and we had a lot of those people you know what i mean so it doesn't have to be the captain to be a leader you know right you know, anybody can and that was a one of the biggest things I, I learned from my career you know what this is what we're gonna do right joe you're running <laughs> our socials we're gonna make a post right we're gonna make a post that's gonna say you don't have to be the biggest you don't have to be the strongest you don't have the to be fastest. the fastest you could still be a captain, and then we're gonna fucking <laughs> a leader. quote a leader, and you could quote Eric. Yeah, quote, go. quote beyond that. Yeah, man, that's, that's that's I'm gonna get a tattoo on that. That's shit, some dude. inspirational <laughs> shit right there. But like, you know, you're saying, dude, and it, like you were mentioning, like uh, Coach Hutchinson, former coach yes. of the locomotives, um, fucking Yuma. Uh, he's mm-hmm. still he's a mainstay for the locos. He's, mm-hmm. he's still there. But one of the other people that I think of when you talk about leadership, um, somebody that uh, sets the, an example for how to be a pro. You know, as someone like Richie Ryan. Yes, yeah. 100%. Uh, shout out to shout Richie, out Richie, by shout the way. Richie, it was just guy. his birthday recently, too. Oh, really? Um, I sent him a text, and uh, I just love the way he replied. He's like, thanks, mate. And I was like, thanks, yes. Richie. Thanks, man. You can hear his accent. I can hear him, dude. So it was just cool, but it, like... Um, to, to just shout him out and say like yeah. you know like because he's not the biggest he's no. not the fastest uh, and actually the stage of his career he was already one of the older guys mm-hmm. uh, but those are the guys you entrust with leading the locker room exactly. setting the example for younger guys like you yeah. or uh, fucking um, Diego Luna mm-hmm. people like that that's who they look up to and they're like hey the- I mean that's just that look at look at what he's doing now. Yeah, right? he became a coach. coach. Yeah, he yeah. became so, a coach. So now yeah. he's becoming a coach, but that shows you how how was he he was very concentrating on like helping the team and exactly. leading the team. Right. That's exactly. Awesome. So when did you uh, sign pro? You signed pro seventeen. You said yeah. I was uh, I was seventeen, going on eighteen. Literally, probably like maybe a couple of days later or a week. Um, and yeah, I signed and went straight to New York. Basically. You signed with the New York, New York Cosmos, Cosmos, right? Yes, Which is are they USL? They were NASL, NASL so, which was yeah, before USL. Exactly. Right? Well, no, USL was still around. Okay. But uh, but it was considered 
the USL. You know okay. what I mean? Like second division. NSL right, right, was right. considered second division and then followed by USL. Okay. And then obviously two years later, the league disappears, you know, right. you know, had their complications and USL moved up and now we're considered second division. You know, and you had your first professional goal with them, right? I did. Yeah. There's I a did. video. First of start. It. First start. First yeah. goal. First, first start, start. First, first goal. goal. Yeah, no sir. way. Yeah. Bro. I had only. That is sick. I had, I had sent it to our IG. I don't know if you want to share it. Dude, that, send yeah. it to uh, Lena's from, <laughs> that from shit, your phone. That shit's crazy because like, uh, like obviously that's like the dream, right? Like Yo, your first dude. start. Let's get a fucking goal. No. Like, you know like, what I mean? Like if you, if you can pull up the video, like the whole clip of it. It was the perfect dream, like, right. like, shot because it was my first start as a pro, my first goal as a pro, and the celebration was a dream come true. Dream. I've always dreamt of scoring on beautiful grass as in a pro. <laughs> in a pro, <laughs> Not pro just that. We're gonna we're gonna bring up the video here yeah, soon. But the dude. way you scored that fucking goal, dude. I was yeah, like, no, but, as your first goal, dude. Yeah, my first goal. But like, I'm just more amazed of my celebration, right. getting the dream of being able to do it on the, right, the right, stage right, right. that I've always dreamt of being on. You know, sliding on my knees. I, I'm. It just. So how was that? Like, you know, that that I'm moment like, after after you score and then you're sliding on the out. floor and. You blacked, you blacked out. out. I swear, Holy you, I swear shit. you, I blacked out. Oh, dude, that's crazy. I blacked out, dude. So he's pulling it up, but oh, that's me, not that one. No, it's not that one. Let me ask yeah. you, um, real fast. You didn't come out. Um, let me see. You didn't send it. Here, you can send it. Whose IG is it on? No, no, go to the. Okay, so all right, so obviously you get your debut, right? Yes. Um, how long yes. had you been with the Cosmos before that? Like, how long were you like uh, before you got your first team debut? Uh, well, the first, my first team debut, like, I mean, I was there throughout the whole season, but I didn't get my debut until probably the, the last couple games. Last couple games yeah, of the season? Yeah, okay. because uh, I had my debut, and then again, like, I got subbed in eventually in, in, like, the next couple games, and then the last game of the season was when I got my first okay. start. Yeah, yeah, dude. And so what were the nerves? Like, did you know you were going to fucking, like, uh, start that game before? Um, like, or? I kind of figured, you okay. know, a little bit, like, just with, like, I guess, training and stuff. Right. Oh, there it is. Look. Okay. Share it. So yeah. share it to the Zoom real fast. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, so, okay, so you're getting ready, right? Like, you have an, an idea that right you're going to fucking start. <laughs> And then you do start, and then this yes. is what happens, right? Exactly. Such a perfect slide, right. too, bro. Look dude, at that. That was like, that's always been the dream right there. Scoring as Look a pro. Guys, a centro, centro. Damn. And then going to celebrate on my knees. Damn. Look at running, that. To, running right towards the flag, bro. I yeah. Love it. That yeah, was dude. sick, dude. But what, sick. What, 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 like, I mean, the, the memory, everything was just. Like great, you know, yeah, but like I said, I blacked out. Like I don't remember what anybody said to me. I don't remember doing this or that. I I only remember what I see in the video. Right. Like everything else afterwards, I don't remember. That's crazy. You know, dude. and uh but yeah, That's but so like crazy how was your family reacting to They that, ruined man? the moment, man. Some of them ruined the fucking moment. Like, Why? What do you mean? What do you mean? They started making fun of me because they were like because if you look at the video, <laughs> like in the video, I'm right. going to the flag, but right. there's nobody. Right. And yeah, I was like, okay. dude, you're going to celebrate a who? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but there's nobody there. Right, but I thought like, I oh yeah, there's nobody there. I've never, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like I said, I've never played soccer, but but that's the closest that, corner you got. Yeah, what do you guys like, run to this side? Like, yeah. Isn't that what you do? Like you just run to the corner. Yeah, nobody's right? there. Like, nobody's <laughs> really there. You know, it's yeah. like security guards or somebody. Fuck you know? it, dude. <laughs> but but to be fair, we're we're playing away, so right. You know what I mean? What are you gonna do? Yeah, that's a typical Hispanic family giving you shit for the smallest things. Like they're like, you could do better. No, that's what they were saying. I'm like, fuck, come on, man. You're like, I just fucking scored a nice header, bro. Hey, man, well, that's fucking awesome, bro. I could, 
I mean, as a kid, you know, growing up, I, soccer was my first love of sports. <laughs> and I remember every time I pretend to score, that's what I would do, you know? Like, yeah, that's exactly. why I have scars on my knees. Yes. I'm over here doing it in the concrete the and car- shit. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So, yeah. okay. So after that, with the Cosmos, right? Um, you score your first goal. Uh, do you kind of like feel like at that point you're like, uh, like yeah, dude, I can really actually, uh, I can, I can play at this level. I can hang. You know what I mean? I mean, I felt, I felt that way from the beginning. Okay, to be honest, like after the really the first week of training, after I, getting in there with yeah, these guys, pretty much, you know, it up and pretty shit. much, yeah. I, I already knew it from the beginning. Uh, I was like, I can totally play with these guys. Yeah, obviously, uh, majority of them had more experience. Right. They're and they were bigger, taller, stronger. You know, but. Uh, but it didn't like take any of my abilities away. Right. You know? It didn't deter you. No, not at okay. all. Because like I said, like from the beginning, like I've always played up. I've right. never played my own age. You know what I mean? Besides the national team, if you know, and uh, but I've never played. You know, my own age. I was always playing one, two, three years up. Okay. So signing pro at a young age and playing against guys already in their twenties, thirties, it wasn't nothing new. Right, right, right. You know, it still had that same you know impact in my head of the game. You know, being. You know, quick and deciding, you know, playing quick, you know, little movements here and there. It's the same plan, just in a different spot. Exactly. You know, so I figured it out quick that I and I knew I could do it. You know, I didn't obviously I would get nervous for sure, like any any young kid. But uh, but the confidence that I had, that's that's, it's the key. You know, having confidence in yourself is is one of the biggest keys, you know, in this sport, because once you lose that. Everything starts going downhill because then you start doubting yourself and then right, your right, game right. starts falling. You know what I mean? That's another quote right there, Joe. <laughs> Write that shit down. So, like, how was that, like, uh, I guess, lifestyle wise when you get to New York? Obviously, like, had you been to New York before? No. So, like, it was your first time. How big up? were the rats? That's like, what, what the fuck is I this? Didn't see <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, I mean, I like, <laughs> it's because they were training the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, like, New York Cosmos, we were located in Garden City, Long Island. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it's was not nowhere, New York City. Nah, Right, not right, at right, all. Right, right. No, Fucking I was liars, like, I was dude. still far away, man. Right, we were super far away. Like the stadium we played at the first year was at a college. I think it was a Hofstra. Hofstra, yeah, okay. Hofstra, yeah, yeah. yeah. We played there the first year, and and uh, and that was literally right in town, like probably like five, maybe five minutes right. away from our, our training fields. Until the second year is when we moved out of there and went into Coney Island. Okay, and played at a at a baseball stadium. You know. Down there in Brooklyn, so that was a bit of a drive. Oh shit! Yeah, right. you know? and it was cool though. Like, like, uh, would you would you ever consider moving like to that part of the country? Uh, I mean, I know my my girlfriend wants to move to right. New York, for <laughs> sure, like, but I, I don't know if she wants to stay. I mean, maybe she wouldn't care of staying right. in Long Island. Long Island was was beautiful to me. It was, okay. wasn't nothing like the city at all. Like less crowded, wasn't as dirty. You know, type type of stuff like that. It was, it was more like of a retirement home hey, right, 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 you know right, what right, i mean right, like right. a lot of old people you know living nice houses you know just very quiet you know, neighborhood uh i wouldn't mind going back at all for sure you know um but at the end of the day like i gotta see where the career takes right, me right, first right. yeah yeah you gotta see like what happens with yeah. with that but it's kind of crazy because like yeah you it's a it's a dramatic dramatic change in like scene mm-hmm. scenery you know you go from palmdale all the way to, to a New bunch York. of buildings and trees. And yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Fucking a bunch of retired people everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so after that, how long are you with the Cosmos? Uh, I spent two years. Okay. Two years there. I mean, I was technically supposed to be there for three, but with all the complication with the league and, and everything, you right. know, I was fortunate enough for like going into the third year that I had got, bu- you know, bought out. 
right. by San Jose earthquakes. Right. So I was fortunate enough for that, you know, because who knows what would have happened after that. Right, right, right. And uh, yeah, so then San Jose came knocking in and, and took me took me out of my, my contract and took me to the MLS, which was great. <laughs> that's yeah. sick, dude. How was yeah. that feeling, man? That, that's dude, what I want to know. Like, I was like, yeah, look, at, I'm, I'm making it, man. Major I made League it. Soccer, yes, baby, sir. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Now it's a different goal, you know, different different dream and different determination, you know, like different corner to slide to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't I didn't get the opportunity to, but right. you know, hopefully I could get back and then I'll have hopefully more right. opportunities. Yeah, to yeah. yeah. So and like, what were the was there like a connection to like San Jose like from your time in California or was that like uh, a totally different thing? These guys like were looking for mm -hmm. players. They end up fucking signing you. Uh, well, they bought you out, right? Mm -hmm. They bought your contract out. Um, so, but like that was all random. You didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, no, no, I didn't. Like, I never had any ties to San Jose just because right. San Jose is still about six hours north. Right, right, right. You know, it's, it's up north, and uh, yeah, I never had had any ties with them. You know, so I don't know how much it you know went down between it. Besides. The, you know, hearing that they did scout me right and you know my second year uh, you know with the cosmos i had a you know a breakthrough season you know i, I did i did very well i played a lot of games scored some a few goals and you know i was finalist for you know what do you call it player young player of the year type right. of stuff and dude, uh, what haven't you done dude i done a lot i see here that you guys played against uh man U. oh yeah dude that was a that was sick that's sick dude, dude. Like, hey, uh, share that Joe. you're probably like all geeked out for that yeah too, right? man like, i was fucking manchester united that was my first year first year Hell with the quakes yeah. and we had a a friendly against manchester so we played against alexi sanchez alexi sanchez bro we played andre herrera um who else was uh, edison cavani was on that man U nah, team, nah, no 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 not, okay. yet, not, not yet, right? No. Yeah, dude, that's fucking badass. Yeah, dude. man, it was it was it was dope. It was, it was cool experience for sure. I mean, the the guys really made it made it something special for nice. sure. Yeah, oh and yeah, just, dude. Just the atmosphere as well. The fans were great. I uh, I've been to Levi's Stadium one time. Oh, yeah. uh, I saw a USA versus Colombia oh, uh, Copa America match. Fucking James Rodriguez scored Oof. a goal and shit. I was yeah. like, that shit was sick. USA got their ass kicked, but yeah. I mean, it was still cool to check it out. So, what do you remember about your MLS debut here? Uh, I remember, you know, going in for a couple minutes. You know, uh, there were some there were some good moments. I remember going like kind of body to body to with uh Bradley Wright Phillips. Oh, okay, and the he, Englishman. And he, yeah, yes, he, he comes on one of my photos too. Like. I don't, I don't, yeah, he was, uh, he, he was up there, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, just remember I had a, actually a hometown friend that was at the game for my debut, you know, he, I was on the roster, so I kind of were, I was like, oh yeah, you know, like I could have an opportunity to go play, but not really, you know, and just him being there, having somebody, you know, from back home and, you know, I consider him as family as well. Cause we grew up, you know, my whole childhood with, you know, together and, you know, he, him being there and experiencing it with me for my debut was, you know, was dope. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember a majority of, you know, my, my time, my time at San Jose, just not that one, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, the Meg, so, the Meg that was coming. <laughs> so what, uh, um, what's it like, like when you go to a new club? Mm -hmm. Um, because you've, you've been through a few clubs now. You were also at, uh, Orange County, uh, mm -hmm. SC, right? Um, but like when you get to a new club, what is it like? 
Um, obviously, you want to build a relationship with your teammates, right? Yeah. But at, at the end of the day, you guys are still competing for minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So what is it like getting to a new club, knowing, hey, I need to get in. Mm -hmm. I need to get my foot in the door. I need to start getting minutes. And then, like, meeting new coaches, new trainers, new directors. Like, mm -hmm. how is that? Like, what's that transition like? Uh I mean, I feel like everybody's different. I mean, for myself, like, I've never been that type of, like, arrogant or just, you know, a bad person. Like, I try to get everybody to like me and, and you know, respect me as I, you know, respect everybody else. Until the point where, like, you disrespect me, then, yes, of course, I'm not yeah. going to continue respecting you. Yeah, we'll see, right. we'll see you all the time, Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know. But, uh, but yeah, I, would, I wouldn't go in to be, you know, like, a cocky or anything like that. Again, you know. Obviously, I, I would speak to majority of the guys, try to, you know, get to know them and let them get to know me and make friends. But then, obviously, when you step on the field, yeah, there isn't any friends, you know. Right. I'm, I'm, I want to play. They want to play. He wants to play. Everybody wants to play. So, it's basically, yeah, it's like once you step on the field, there's like yeah. nothing else. It's you, open. It is, it's man. Open you know, exactly. Yeah. And then we'll make up or whatever. If we I'll don't, buy your beer after this. Too. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, first. pretty much. Yeah. Because like, like, you know, one example, especially with my time at San Jose was Chris Wondolowski. Oh, dude. Fucking dude. Chris Wondo, bro. Chris <laughs> Wondolowski was a different breed on the field. Right. Like, a different personality, a different type of player. Like, just completely different. Because <laughs> then you, you talk to him, you meet him off the field. Dude, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Right. Sorry, sorry I yelled at you on the field. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he would, man. He would apologize sometimes. And it's like to the point now we're like, you know what, Chris? We're used to it, bro. We're yeah. good. We know how you are. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like No he, hard feelings. No, yeah. not at all. Like, we, And you respect the guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like his career, what he's done, it's like. You, you can't just be like, you know what? No, right. fuck you, Chris. Like, you shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. the guy, he the 2014 World Cup, uh, mm -hmm. he was on the US, and U.S. men's national team. Uh, they played Belgium. Mm -hmm. uh, they lost two to one, but he had like yeah. a fucking golden opportunity late in nah. the game to yeah, tie that shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, but he was also like MLS leading scorer, dude. Yeah, he, he still like, is. He was a fucking baller, and this guy was not uh, the tallest guy, mm -mm. wasn't the fastest guy, but this guy in the box was, was deadly, dude. dude. He knew how to finish. He knew how to get in position. Just like Eric said, man, you ain't got to like, be the, the, the no. tallest, the fastest, But the yeah, strongest. dude, Chris Wondolowski, dude, I'll always remember that game. Yeah, you know? man. Because, uh, like I said, like, that dude was a like uh, soccer terms poacher. Mm -hmm. yes, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like always in the right spot, gonna fucking put yes. like if the goalie spills it, right? He's right yes. there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he and to be fair, like if you would go see him train, after training, he's working on all that stuff. Right. He's in the box twenty four seven practicing finishing, shooting, cutbacks, like all these different right, stuff right, right, that right. you see him do. And it's it just shows like all that practice, like it's it's that Mamba mentality. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. So it was it was amazing to see, you know, and be a part of it before he retired, you know, and it actually even be there as the day he retired, right, you know? Right, right. Hell the yeah, dude. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Dude, Shit, and I've seen dude. this. Uh, you played against Schweinsteiger? Boston. Boston Schweinsteiger. This is 2019. Uh, no, no. I, no, I didn't play the game, but... You guys put your team played up. Yeah, so that That's was still dope. Yeah, that was the that was the day Wondolowski broke the yeah the scoring record. Hell yeah, dude. yeah that was that was a day. Like in Boston Schweinsteiger. Yeah, I man. didn't even know he went to the MLS, dude. <laughs> yeah, sounds dude. like a beer. Yeah, no, he's a fucking legend for Germany, dude. He's yeah, fucking he one of the best midfielders you'll ever fucking oh, see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. So okay, so after San Jose, mm -hmm. um, I forget you went to another club, right? Uh, so it was uh, it was a before bit, Orange County. Yeah, right? it was a little weird, uh, kind of. So San Jose had like affiliated USL team, 
Right. Who was uh, Reno? Okay, Reno. Reno, Reno what 1868. Okay. Yeah. So it's when I had first joined, basically my whole first season, I wasn't getting any any minutes or even getting put on the bench. So I would train all week with San Jose Earthquakes and then get sent to Reno for for games on the weekend. Right. So I did that basically majority of the whole year until the coach got sacked and the the last like five games is when I started the assistant coach started putting me in as a as a sub on the roster and then actually giving me minutes, you know, and then I started probably the last two games of the season. And in the first game that I started against Colorado Rapids, I did make team of the week. I was oh, on nice. the bench of it, but that's when I made team of right, the week, right, right. you know? So it, my first year, yeah, it was, it was more, you know, Reno, USL area. And then again, you know, going into the next two, three years, uh, it was the same thing pretty much, you know, actually my second year though, my second year with the new coach with Matias Ameda, uh, I started off with the first couple like w- games, I think the first four with going to Reno. And then after that, I just made my way up and basically I was on the roster for every game and then I would get minutes here and there. You know, do you I mean? think that's like a, like something, uh, maybe, uh, it, it, I'm, I'm just saying like being in your position as a soccer player, um, having to kind of deal with like the coaches making like obviously making like the 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 choices of who's going to start mm-hmm. right yeah like you said like once this coach was ha- uh, sacked then you got this new coach and he puts you in mm-hmm. right so does it ever get to a point where like you're thinking like oh man this coach has his favorites or you know um i mean yeah of course but at the same time like i don't try to dwell over that right because to be fair every coach is going to have their favorites right, right, right. right i can i to be like I could be a coach. You could give me 11 kids right now and I'm going to tell who the difference between who's right, the right, best right. one. And who's I'm the be first like, name on the yeah, fucking yeah, you know uh, what I mean? on the lineup. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I, but uh, it's not that it's not like the coach, like the coaches like mistreated me or treated right. me different. No, but for sure they did have their favorites were like, okay, how many more chances is this guy going to get until I get right, my chance? Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. But, uh, I but, think that's what's hard. I mean, like I've always thought about like these professional mm-hmm. athletes, right? In any sport, Oh, what it is, and then it, it made me think like, okay, you have like, let's say I'm playing basketball, and, mm-hmm. and I'm I have like you know Steph Curry on my fucking team, yeah. right? But I feel like you know by stats, like dude, this guy's been sucking for so long. Mm-hmm. When is this coach gonna give me a chance, yeah. right? But he doesn't throughout exactly. the whole season. He still keeps him on, right? Yeah. But then like that's what I mean, like dude, this gotta be like some type of like you know like issue or anger that these players could get at some point and be like, okay, dude, if I was also a coach, of course he's a badass. Mm-hmm. But it gets to a certain point where like, bro, try something new, try me. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. I mean like. It is difficult because at the same time, like, that's something I did learn and got to realize, you know, them being the coach, they're they're, one, they're, yeah, they're working the boss, for their job, yeah, their right. job as well. You know what I mean? Right. They're trying not to lose their contract and get sacked. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? And if you're having, like, you know, a player getting paid so much, yeah, like, there's a reason why, you know, he should be starting or, or he's gonna do well and spending all this money on this guy yeah, he's gonna start exactly you know and that's that's one of the things about it you know it's a it's a business you know right. business politics you know all that stuff um but but eventually yeah like like we were talking about earlier with like diego luna like you gotta take your opportunities you know what right. i mean once you get them you gotta take them because if you don't who knows when the next right. one's gonna come? You know what yeah. I mean. And or if there's gonna be another one. Exactly. Right. You, know, and you never know, like where where you know you do get those opportunities. Who's watching mm-hmm. now? And then where you can end up. Yeah. What other opportunity is gonna get? And to then you. another yep. thing too, like uh, I know it's not. 
I mean, obviously, yeah, there's probably some favorites, but I know with coaching too, it's a lot of style of play. Like yeah. The style of team that I'm going to have is mm-hmm. depending on the coach. Uh, we might sit back more possession oriented yep. uh, compared to another coach that, you know, we're, uh, we're going to play on mm-hmm. the fucking ball. We're going to press, you know, we're going to yeah. fucking get after these guys. So it all depends. Like every coach's style of play is going to dictate like who they're going to fucking uh, choose for their starting. No, 11, 100%. You know I mean? And that's that is already one of the conversations that I've had with a lot of the young guys right now on the team right. that I've been training with, you know, like, uh, like maybe just because of last season and me starting a lot of the games and also doing well for myself, they can see it as like, Oh, you're, you're going to start bro right away. No, I'm not right. Not there's, there's no guarantee, there's no guarantee. to yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe just our captain, you my F maybe, but not even him. You know right. what I mean? Like you never know because, and that's what I told him. It's like, don't with the new it. with the new coach, it, he could have a different style of play that I guess uh, I won't fit. Right. You know what I mean, or anything else. And but, but right now it's just about you know focusing on myself and trying to continue to earn my spot. Right. You know, and so, when I'm over. So before we get into the locos mm-hmm. talk, we're gonna, we're gonna take a break before that. We're already at like 48 minutes here. This shit's flying by. Cool. Um, but before we get into like the new coach. Uh, you come into El Paso. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually won USL championship with Orange County yes, SC. Sir. Right? Uh, how was that, dude? I mean, you got to raise a trophy. You know what I'm saying, dude? dude. Thank you, thank you. The only trophy I've ever won is this W from fantasy football. <laughs> that's something. Yeah, that's like, something. Hey, it's a dub, right? Yeah. It's a dub. First yeah. trophy ever. <laughs> yeah. Now that 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 uh that day that moment that that journey man was legit something something special because uh i've won already that's my second trophy as a pro my first one was my first year with uh new york cosmos we won like we won everything there we won the spring season the fall season and then the whole like season cup you know we we had a badass took it all dude we had a badass team then that's why i don't feel that bad not playing as much you know because we had a sick team bro yeah we had a badass team so uh this but this one hit more man because i felt like i did my part you right. contributed you know, i contributed exactly. and your journey dude like yeah. you're saying fucking taking flights or not flights taking trips from being with the the earthquakes to fucking the usl yeah. team with reno so doing that every weekend and shit and then now here it crescendos in a way yeah you where know you fucking win a usl championship exactly bro. like even though it's usl championship like i don't take it for granted at all like it just it did hit more because of all the the what do you call it i wouldn't like all the stuff that was going down in san jose of not getting minutes of not really getting my opportunity and finally stepping up and speaking out of saying yo like i I would like to go on loan because i want to play it it shows um, uh it shows your courage to kind of stand up for yourself and be like hey this is what i'm choosing this is what i want Mm -hmm. and look at where it got you exactly exactly but it took me Four years to speak up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but at <laughs> least you did it, man. At least I at did least it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. At least I did it because look how it turned out, you know. Right. So it did hit, man. Like once that whistle blew, like emotions were high. Uh, I had my I had my girlfriend out there. I had my dad out there. Uh, yeah. So emotion was high because it really did hit. It felt like something that like I really worked for. And it's like a know, check mark on your bucket exactly, list. Exactly. Huh? Exactly. You know. So and that's one thing that I that I would wish you know people could experience more of to have that mindset of like i want this shit again right i want this feeling again because there's nothing like it right right, right, you know what i mean so even like going into last year you know i wanted to win it you know i wanted to win it again just because of the previous year winning it you know that night was just 
Amazing. It's almost like like I've never ran a mile in my life, but I've heard about the <laughs> runners know. high. We know, you know, like the runners high that you yeah. get. Supposedly, I've never had it before, uh, but yeah, it's like that same feeling. Like I need to get back to yeah. this. Like yeah. I need to experience that again, bro. That's why Tom Brady's still out here fucking balling, bro. Exactly. This guy's like, there's no better it's feeling in the to world. That feeling, yeah. Like, yeah. I'll have a supermodel wife. Doesn't fucking matter. I need to win a fucking <laughs> championship, baby. I need an eighth Super Bowl ring, oh, and I'm taking out the Cowboys got, on the way there. I got there, some naked fingers. I need yeah. to put a ring on. Yeah, like it's that determination, it's it the is. drive, it's that it's the the desire, the fire that burns in these guys yeah, to fucking man. be the greatest, to do the best, it to is. make it to that level, dude. So one hundred percent, man. And speaking about rings, I would love a ring for that, but Orange County, man, they're stacking. He's <laughs> oh, like, by on. the way, I Orange County. Ring. Oh man, hell like, yeah, dude. Like, well, yeah, dude, that's we, so like, sick, dude. Like, you don't understand what we what we went through, man, right, as a team. Give us a fucking and, ring. At least yeah. you can do is give us a fucking exactly, ring. Exactly, <laughs> man. Yeah. It's the first ever in club history. That's crazy. Wow, they just give you a, some, a sandwich, some subway. Right, right. Oh, Get man, on the plane. A ring. A little slap in the ass. Good job. So hold on, before we we. Before we go to break here, uh, yeah. this picture that Joe has up. Oh, um, man. You have the USL cup. Yep. Uh, are you smoking a cigar? Is I'm that smoking, smoking that cigar. He's dude. like, yo, I've never Hell had a cigar yeah. before, but fuck it. Like, no, I, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, fuck my lungs right now, dude. Dude, dead ass. That's my first cigar. Dude, yeah? That's my first cigar. I was like. <laughs> I, you're smoking it like a pro. Yeah, like, man, I, I've been watching a lot of Michael Jordan. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was prepping for this. I was, yeah, man. Yeah, bro, yeah because uh, obviously, you know, we're at the hotel and this and that. And like I already knew, like it was already in my head. Like if we win, like I want a cigar with my trophy. Right. You know what I mean? So that day and everything, I'm obviously you know resting, getting ready for the game. My girlfriend's there and she's hanging out with a friend, and they go out and she comes back with a little gift basket, and she bought there me. Was. She got hey, a cigar. Shout out yeah. to so the girl. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to yeah. Shout out to my girlfriend, yes. my baby mama. Hey, hey. Yes, man. hell yeah, dude. All right, well, uh, what we're going to do, guys, we're going to take a quick break, but when we uh, come back, we're going to talk to Eric about uh, choosing rep- choosing to represent the El Salvadorian national team uh, at a prof- at a at a at a well, the first team level, I guess. Yeah, you senior say. level. Senior level, that's the word sure. I was fucking looking for. Uh, we'll talk to him about that. We'll talk to him about coming to EP, joining the Locos, uh, and then also we're going to kind of talk to him about this new season. Uh, I think you guys are what like 45 days out, 42 days out, something yeah, like something that. Something like that. Uh, and then obviously a new coach. So the challenges that that brings. And then uh, we'll also do some five random questions at the very end. So uh, episode 164, conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast with your El Paso locomotive midfielder, Mr. Eric Calvillo in the building. So we're going to take a quick, a quick break, guys, but we will be right Yo, 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 what it do, what it do? Hey, we know you just saw that fresh new intro. Wasn't that shit sick? Well, we couldn't agree more, guys. Right. We just collaborated with our boy Omar at Sun City Vibes to help create an intro that would take our podcast to the next level. Do you need help with your video editing and content creation to help elevate your business to the next level? Well, Sun City Vibes has you covered without a doubt. Yeah, that's right, guys. Whether it's a logo reveal, a music video, drone footage, or even t-shirt printing, guys, hit up Sun City Vibes for quality work and affordable price. Shit, Omar even made us a sick-ass hat. Look at this. It's a fresh-ass hat. Fresh. Shit's fresh. Fresh. So yeah, guys, go help support those that support us and hit up our boy Omar and tell him Chris and Misa sent you from the podcast and help support a local El Paso business today. Let's go. Yeah. 
Yo, yo, yo! Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast is sponsored by the top quality and handcrafted glass products made by INI Glass. What is INI Glass? Well, INI Glass products are blown locally here in the 915, and it ranges in use from pipes, pendants, jewelry, decorations, and even goddamn hummingbirds, and a lot more. So make sure to hit up our boy Aaron Lee at INI Glass and tell him your boys, Chris and Misa, sent you. All right, motherfuckers? So go ahead, go and support a local El Paso business today. Yo, what it do, what it do? It's your boy Misa from the pod. Yo. I know y'all have noticed how good me and Chris look rocking this merch, huh? Well, this is all thanks to our sponsor, NextGen Sports. NextGen Sports is your local destination for all things sports, from sports cards to authentic sneakers, customizable t-shirts, and even official team jerseys. So whether you're buying, selling, or trading sports merch, cards, or sneakers, NextGen Sports is your go-to for the most fire sports gear. What's that? Oh, you're not a big sports fan? <laughs> That's all gravy, baby. Next Gen Sports is still your go-to spot for all customizable shirts. Just like this one. Look. Sheesh. Anyways, guys. The best part about all this, it's super affordable. There's delivery here in El Paso. Shipping anywhere in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. So, go on. Go. Go check out Next Gen Sports. On all social media platforms, including TikTok, it's all in the description below, guys. Go support the people that rock with us. Tell them that Chris and Misa from the pod send you. And as always, stay fresh. All right, guys, we are back from break. Episode 165 with our boy, Mr. Eric Calvillo in the building. Yes, sir. Thanks again for being here again, man. Uh, of course, we really man. do fucking appreciate it. Uh, I'm having a really good time. I love soccer. Like I was telling you, I've never played before. But, uh, dude, I just love soccer, dude. I fucking got into FIFA. Fucking uh, now It's my favorite sport by far. Yeah. Um, and just to have you here sitting with us, dude, it really means a lot to me. It means a lot to, to, to the podcast for sure. Uh, so thank you one more time. Round of applause. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for inviting me. And, guys, uh, you know, there's, there's a few things I like to do in life. One of them, drink a nice cold beer. <laughs> the second, maybe light up a THC joint if we're around it. And the third thing is popping podcast cherries, bro. Yeah, That's like yeah. one of my favorite things mm. to do, my favorite pastime. And uh, <laughs> we did that again for you today. Yeah. Uh, so how are you feeling the vibes? You said you've done like a Zoom pod, yeah, uh, but nothing in person. So how, how are you feeling the vibes, man? Oh, man, this is way better than online. Hey, yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah, that long-ass drive was worth it. It's worth it, yeah, man. This yeah, shit is fun, yeah, man. This shit is dope, man. Just a, like, like you said, it's, a, it's just a different experience. You right. know what I mean? And I like getting out of my comfort zone and stuff like that. You right, know right, right. I think? And that's one thing that uh you know i'm very grateful for for my girlfriend who's really gotten me out of my comfort zone because right, right, i right. was a big like homebody like just do 
what I have to do just there and then just focus on soccer. Right, right, right. And not really get to experience life outside of soccer. You know? So your girls are like, hey, you need to get out there. What are you pretty, doing? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Not even that. More for her. She'll be like, yeah. oh, let's go to this so yeah. I can get right, that. Right, right, I'm right, like, right. well, yeah. as long as it's getting me out of the house right. and I'll see something, I guess. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. We're, we're speaking of, of uh, Mike, but uh, you're expecting a child. I man, am, with your man. Girl, so I am. Yes, thank you. First it. kid, baby boy. First kid, baby oh, boy, so. man. He's coming. He's coming quick. Not great, quick enough. Great way awesome. to start the year, dude. It you is. Fucking find out you're having a boy. Yes, sir. Uh, you come on this fucking podcast with yeah. us. You have a fucking uh, USL season that's fastly approaching, dude. Like, there's so much to Watch, look forward bro. To. We're going to end up having his son on the pot, too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll bring him, man. I'll bring him for, for sure. sure. <laughs> nah, it is. It's like right now, this year already has started off with the big bang, man. Right. It's, it's, it's looking great. And I'm, you know, truly excited for what's to come. You know, right. not just for the season, but again, like. The fatherhood in your personal life, yes, yeah, sir. yeah, yes, yeah. Sir, that's what's up, dude. Yeah, so, um, like I said, congratulations one more time. Thank um, you. it's a big step. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a father, I'm a dog, I'm a dog dad, as some people would say, yeah. but uh, I'm sure you know the excitement that you have and uh, the joy that you'll feel when you first meet your son is going to be something that you've never felt before. So, uh, that's what's up, bro. So, real fast, dude, um, I was uh, interested uh, in asking you about, mm -hmm. um, you uh, decided at one point, right? Because now you play for uh, El Salvador, the national team. Mm -hmm. um, at some point, uh, you had to make a decision, right? Like, yeah. To switch. Uh, because, like, for you guys who don't know in FIFA, like, you can't just, like, decide one day I'm playing for this country or this country. Like, there's eligibility requirements. You have to have um, uh, ability to get citizenship in certain countries, mm -hmm. uh, things like that. So it's not something that, like, is just done on a whim. Um, but growing up for you, um, or not growing up, but like growing in your career yeah. and having to make that decision, how was that? And like, uh, like what made you decide ultimately to say, yeah, you know what? I need to switch to, to El Salvador's national team. Um, it was, it was pretty easy and pretty funny to be honest, because, um, what year was it? I want to say, I want to say last year, last year, I think it was a, tw not even last year. Sorry. The year before that 2021, um 2021 year was when i first started and it was with the under 23s okay so i had a phone call during the off season of 2020 in december from a former coach of mine through the u.s national team right so he was my first u.s national team coach who is hugo perez who is currently the head coach of the senior national team now and you know he's obviously played for the u.s national team in his in his career he's played for the el salvador as well so I got a phone call from him, and at the time it was only just about, I guess he was trying to be the guy to get in contact with me and other players to persuade to come and join. Right. There was no talks about him taking over as a coach or any of that. It's but just a recruiter. Yeah, pretty much. So I, that's what I thought he was working on with them. And, uh, and it was a pretty easy decision just because of my history with the U.S. national team and how – even the history itself of players getting contacted and getting called up there, there weren't a lot of any more Latinos getting called up. So right. it was a eye opening of going to now another part of my, you know, background, your heritage. Exactly. Right. Because my mom was born and was born there and she, and, you know, just taking now, you know, a bit of her with me and being able to represent her country and now my, my country, you know, um so yeah that's awesome dude yeah I mean, fuck dude if, i mean if, if you could do something for a mom any mom mm. you know and, and you're in that position and then to to say like hey i have the opportunity to represent my mom's mm. country you know like 
even though she doesn't live there anymore she yeah. came over here for a reason but she's yeah. from there i'm sure she i'm sure your mom still loves her country oh you know, no 100 so. she goes and visits uh, a lot now she does she goes back uh with my grandmother and they'll go back and see the you know the, her side of the family cousins uncles and stuff so so yeah so it was uh you know it was for her as well but also for me you know yeah. just seeing that opportunity of being able to play for a different national team and maybe getting a better you know spot of right. making it to the senior level right, a right, little right. quicker and yeah and that's what eventually ended up happening you know i went through the u23 program you know trained for the olympics for the qualifiers we didn't end up qualifying but it opened still doors for the first team you know and uh and right now i'm still you know on that journey on that quest of continually getting called up for the right. first for the first team there and getting more minutes, you know, getting my, 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 my stats up there and, you know, just, again, representing, you know, El Salvador the best I can. And so, like, uh, when you compare, like, uh, domestic soccer matches to international matches, there's no comparison, Not right? Not at all, man. When, when you wear the crest of your country, when other people wear the crest of their country, uh, the, the passion, the fight mm -hmm. that these guys Patriotism have. Patriotism just comes like, out. And yeah, dude, I mean, like, look <laughs> at us. Time. We're out there yeah. 8 a.m. at a bar fucking <laughs> going <laughs> fucking crazy. We're not oh, even yeah. played. Imagine being a player, dude. The, the fucking yeah. joy and excitement you must feel and, like, the... Just the fucking overall drive that you get mm -hmm. from doing something like that. So the the level of, of gameplay is just another, like, it's another notch, right? Yeah, it is. It is 100%. And like like you said, like, the atmosphere for those games are surreal. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, the, their passion is, you know, without any doubt, you, like, you're never going to see that anywhere else, you know? And, right. And to be honest, you will not see that in any other sport. You know, yeah, dude, by far, dude, you know, easily. and and it's it's funny story. It was like my first real call up to the senior national team was a friendly against Guatemala in D.C. So that was my first call up for the for the senior, you know, El Salvador national team. So I flew out there. I had my my girl, my girlfriend fly out as well. Just, you know, because I like I just love for her to be a part of like my journey. You right, know what yeah. I mean? And I'm sure she she loves it, too. So her her being out there, it, she was kind of by herself, though. You know what I mean? Since I'm playing, she's by herself. And I try to – she's never been in that type of environment. She's new to soccer as well, especially as a fan or, or or girlfriend of a player, you know. And I try to tell her, you know, like, you, there's no way you're going to the game by yourself. Yeah, it's going to get crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, the that, 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 uh, that passion, that atmosphere is completely – you know, different. It gets out of hand because of just. Imagine being like somebody that's never been to a soccer yeah. game or even that close to soccer, and, and they show up to something like that, dude. It, it's, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Ridiculous. It could go either way, man. It could be like, yo, dude, I'm down for this shit every fucking yes. weekend, or don't don't do that shit to me. Exactly because like there <laughs> were again. Yeah. there were incidents for sure, like in the area she was sitting at that was like getting a little hectic and stuff like that. And it's like I try. I'm trying to tell you, like, this is why, especially as a woman. You, sh you you couldn't have gone by yourself, you know, yeah. so, but I was fortunate enough that we had, you know, family friends that were going to the game as well that she could go and sit with and experience, you know, the game and that atmosphere without any drama and, you know, being protected or being safe. Yeah. Yes, exactly. She, but, uh, but yeah, just that funny, you know, story of <laughs> her thinking, no, no, I'm good. I, it's fine. It can't be that bad. You whatsoever. I mean, yes. you never know, dude, she could have been the ones that are like to start the fireworks up in the stands. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. To be fair, she probably would have, you're like, you know, like you said, starting to sh throw smokes and all this other stuff on the field like they do. 
she would want to join yeah, that. She would be yeah, like, yeah. "That looks fun." Yeah, you got she, one for me. Yeah, exactly. She's a she's a wild one, man. She's a wild. One. She keeps me on my toes for sure. Hey, that's what's up, dude. And yeah, I can only imagine what it's like, like a uh, wearing the crest of a of a country, playing at a international level. Um, you know, you, you see the recent World Cup that we just had. Uh, what it means to a country like uh, mm-hmm. not even to the country to a person like Lionel Messi exactly. uh, and the people of Argentina. They fucking flooded the streets yeah. like for days and shit. Like it's the passion that, like you said, you don't see it in other sports, no. and which is why I think soccer is the number one sport. Uh, and it's not just because I think it; it's because mm-hmm. the world fucking thinks it. You know exactly. What I mean? And no. so it's crazy, dude. And so, like, I mean, for you, I'm sure that was like something that you could only dream of. You know? Yeah, no, like, and speaking about that, like, like I said, like, you will never see that kind of passion in, like, in any other sport. And that's the perfect example. When would you ever see really that kind of, like, country or even a city really devote everybody going into town to celebrate with each right. other for a turn, winning a tournament, winning mm-hmm. a World Cup, or anything like that. Like, yeah, you have the Super Bowl; they'll have their parade, right? But that's that's nothing. But you're you're st- you're bringing an entire country yeah. to fucking stop and celebrate. Exactly. Not just like when the Cowboys wins, like uh, like everyone in yeah, these, these hell, soccer where, fans Cowboys. are acting like it's a fucking Super Bowl, like yeah. a regular season game. That's, yeah, what's, exactly. that's what's fucking crazy about it. That's exactly. what I love. So, yeah. like, uh, before we move on to like uh, you coming and joining the Locos, um, is there was there anything like? when you decide to to switch to El Salvador, mm-hmm. right? And you get to meet like these new, your new teammates for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they have like any like a, uh, like outlook on you being like a, an American that like decided to, to, to rep El Salvador? Or are they kind of like with open arms, like say, Hey, yeah, dude, like you're one of the squad now. Um, no, not, not the players. I mean, to be honest, like when I first, you know, got there, they, they're very welcoming. Very nice. Yeah. They, yeah, re- yeah. they respected me. They, tr- they treat, they treated me right. You know, they made me feel welcomed. Um, fans wise yeah of course you know you're gonna have especially if i'm not performing or doing what they think i should do type of stuff you know what they're used to and and uh yeah he's like he ain't no messy yeah you know they think just because i'm coming from you know america America, i should be fucking yeah i should be the shit yeah you know what i mean but that's not the case you know like we're, I'm still, you know, this average player and, you know, still trying to come and I think I can and will make a difference in the team and, the, right. and the, you know, the national team. But at the end of the day, I was, I'm not I'm not messy. I'm not Cristiano Ronaldo where I'm going to be, you know, taking us to the top like right, that. You right. know what I mean? And at the end of the day, like there's just those two guys are are rare that right. could really like, you know, carry a team. Majority of the time, you it's a team. It's a team game. So you need team a team. Effort. Yeah, exactly. But but yeah, as the, as the players though, now like they're those guys were they're all great guys, man. They they really looked out for me for sure. Yeah, dude, that's what's up. Yeah. So is okay. there any pranking that's happened? Not to me. They know, man. Not me. They know. I am one to be messed <laughs> with, brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, nah. they yeah. do. They do pranking between each other right. and stuff. Yeah, but I try not to get involved. Oh. The last time I tried, uh, it didn't work out. <laughs> but like, oh, prank. It wasn't a prank. It was just trying to get into like smack talking and stuff and they're quick with it they're quick with their comebacks they got yeah, a, a yeah, quick they're talking shit. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Like, okay Donald Trump <laughs> exactly <laughs> that yeah, shit's so man. cool though dude I mean like you know to be involved with so many different uh, types of locker rooms types of different atmospheres uh, different different cultures you know what I mean because I'm sure the culture for like with the El Salvador team probably a little different than like with the US team but mm-hmm. you know that, that's uh, to be expected you know yeah. what I mean and even uh, then like it's different for them because they're all coming 
came from a different part of life. Like yeah, they all speak know, Spanish. Time, yeah, right? they all speak Spanish too. Like, yes. I don't know if like if you're. Uh, I know you probably know Spanish. But no, I do. And I don't know how fluent you are. Yeah. And they're talking a different dialect mm-hmm. and shit. You know what I mean? Super fast. Yeah. So that was one of the things as well. I mean, and that was I guess the easiest way to joke on me because I'm not as fluent in Spanish, right. but my Spanish is good. But it's more Mexican, yeah, right? yeah, yeah you know, because yeah. that's the way I grew up. Right, right, you know? right. It was more on the Mexican side. Like my dad's family is way bigger than my mom's, and that was who I was associated with. And really, what you grew up with, exactly. Yeah. You know, so I learned the Mexican dialogue and slang and all that stuff, and not really much about you know the Salvadorian part. So going there, yeah, they it was like not even it's a different Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah. like, you're you're more Mexican, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm but, American, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but no, but they, they hardly would talk about it like that. But, you know, it, that was the easiest, like, you know, little, I guess, like, shit talking. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so put us in your shoes mm. uh, when it, the, <laughs> when I guess not the, I guess the idea or, I mean, the, uh, the opportunity for coming to the locomotives, like, presents itself. So, like, what's going on with you at that time? Mm-hmm. And uh, how are you, like, a... In contact with people from the locomotives. Yeah, so uh, Richie Ryan. Jeez, Richie. Richie Ryan, man. Yes, sir. Two first names. I love it. Good job, mate. <laughs> yeah, good job, yeah, mate. Man. My mate. Yeah, he was the he was the one to reach out and really like ask about what my situation was for you know the upcoming season and what I was planning or thinking, and really like you know threw it out there of like you know locomotives was interested and really would love for me to come and you know that's where i got involved with you know my agent and communicating with them because uh, obviously everybody really thought i would just stay at you know orange county just because I, we won you right, know right, right. but there's like you know we talked about better opportunities yeah, yeah better yeah. opportunities for sure and there's like still not even that it's just now it's like you got to think about other stuff not just soccer wise because at that time i I was living with my girlfriend. I was basically starting to settle down and have a life, right. not just for myself. So I can't only think about myself, you know? And, and yeah, with, with the Paso coming in, you know, obviously they better opportunity because they showed a little more interest and they, you know, communicated well with me and really pick point, you know, the, the, like my demands basically, you they know, showed that they were really interested. Yes, yeah. exactly. They weren't messing around. They weren't like, you know, back and forth of like negotiating this and that, or maybe we give you that, maybe we don't give you this. No, it was like, okay, if I want this, I want that. Cool. We'll work with that. And simple. You know what I mean? Quick and easy. Quick and easy. Yeah. You know, where with Orange County, it was a little more difficult because not only California, you know, having, I wanted my own place, you know, in the, in the pricing, but there was just a lot of like miscommunication where I I just didn't like, and I felt like, that you was, weren't appreciated. Yeah, which was surprising, you know, because of the whole year and the way they did treat me, though, was out of this world. You know, the way they treated me, the way they treated my girlfriend for each game and training and all this other stuff behind the scenes. Like it was like, to be fair, like, why would I want to leave that? Right, you know right. what I mean? They made me feel like a superstar. They made me feel like the man. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm for sure staying here next season. You know what I mean? Until the negotiation came and it was like a little bit like mm. they kind of yeah, turned yeah, their yeah. back on you, you know. Yeah, well, no, I'm mean, not really. No, dude, it's yeah. business. Dude. Yeah, it is. That's the thing. It's before, like, yeah, before it's anything else, it's business. Yeah, so. that's the thing that's tough yeah, about it. You know? Right. If, you, if you're doing a business right. and, and you're trying to work something out with mm-hmm. with somebody, 
you want them to have your full, their full attention. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that everything's going down smoothly. So yeah. if you're having issues with just that, then, you know, and then there's somebody else, you know, locomotives that are on their shit, mm-hmm. you, know, right. you know, being yeah. straightforward. And then you don't know, everything. like, I mean, uh, you might know more than us, mm. but uh, like for every team, like they have, they're in different financial situations yes, exactly. at certain times. Like they might have more money on the mm-hmm. books that they need, that they can't spend to fucking yeah. bring someone new in or give this guy a new contract mm-hmm. because their money's tied up in these players. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It's all about timing. <laughs> it's a business. Uh, they have, you know, only so much money they can spend yeah. and they have to stick to it. Like uh, it's not that they turn their back yeah. per se. Um, yeah, you but know? what I'm saying is yeah. business deals go sour you know and well, you yeah. obviously have to feel yeah, some yeah, yeah. type of way because it went sour you know especially because you said you wanted to you wanted to stay there you mm-hmm. know i mean things didn't pan out yeah, yeah. It's, yeah and it's not even going sour it's just like we couldn't come to an agreement exactly yeah, yeah i just think that's that's what it was like my demands right they weren't prepared for it or and didn't really have the want solution a- for it because of just it. what they're i guess accustomed to you know right. what i mean they had a plan and a vision already from the beginning of how they wanted to run their organization, and now it's like, okay, with a successful year, now I'm coming in with like a completely different game. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm asking for, for a little help here and with this and that because of my living situation, yeah, right. my family type of stuff, you know? And it was just like they weren't used to it, I, w- I would say. You know? Well, I mean, <laughs> it, at the same time, I mean, even it, it doesn't matter what profession you're doing, mm-hmm. whether it's sports or whatever, like if you're in that that – Precision. You have to think about like what's best for yours, yeah. yourself. That's, right? that's what obviously. It was. And I and I I don't know. I like I I think that like I mean, trying to think about like hey, what's gonna work for me and my girl now? Yeah. You know, like if they can't do it, and then the locomotives come into you know the picture, mm-hmm. then psh, sign me up, coach. Exactly. You know, and and it's it's not the first; it won't be the last. Yeah. yeah. You know right. What I mean. So it could happen even after this year. You right, know right. I mean? It could like, happen with the, with the locos. Yeah, you, you know never I mean? know because that, that's the one thing that, you know, I, I really truly hope to find is that relationship with the club and organization where, like, I'm giving you my own and I would like it in return. Reciprocated. Exactly. So that, you know, we could have, like, a you can make my career a blessing. You know what I mean? I hopefully can make the organization and the fan base, you know, grateful and, like, you know. Right. Grow. Yeah, exactly. So, so we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, like, I'm just going to focus on, you know, the now and, and this season and really try to improve myself and improve what I did from last season and hopefully win a, win a championship. Yeah, yeah. There Hell you yeah, go. Yeah. Make go. some history. Yeah, sure. that's, so that's what, what was like, a, what was your first impression of El Paso when you got here? <laughs> uh, looks like Palmdale. <laughs> he's like, hey, this, he's all back home. Home. Like, yeah. Palmdale. Yeah. In my back home now, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a little, little town. I mean, it's not even that little. Everybody says it's a little, little, little city, right? A little town, but it is pretty big. You know, I'm, it's a little uh, big city. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's nice. You know, I don't really go out as much, you know, downtown because of just the area, I guess, where I'm living. It is a little deep to be driving there, like, you know, majority of the days or, you know, during the week. And I'm just so tired from training. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 nice. You know, I, I get along with, you know, a lot of a lot of people. Uh, we've met a lot of people, you know, since being here, which is great. They made it very welcoming you know so we favorite live. favorite spots to hit up like on your day off somewhere where you whether you like to go eat or go hang out on your um, time off so my where new, are we gonna find eric dude my new favorite spot that i need to go more often is uh carlos and mickey's hey, oh, hey, wow. margaritas Car- i haven't even had a margarita there dude they're huh? huge yeah Texas i've seen it yeah, it's like I've, seen, sized. yeah. I've seen it but 
the food there, like I just fell in love when I went the first time. I was like, this is really good. What'd you get to eat? Uh, the enchiladas. The, the, the green ones? I, I had, oh shoot. Because the Mexican food variates a lot from yes. California to here. Oh, the, big time. Help him fix the camera, Joe. Um, yeah, dude. No, so big time. Fucking Carlos and Mickey's uh, traditional yeah. spot. Um, a well-known El Paso place, too. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good. And yeah, I love the fucking green chicken enchiladas. Yeah. I'm going to be having to go so to Carlos and Mickey's to see if I uh, you see me out there. Yeah, so I, when I first went, I had that. And then um, recently, I just went and I got the red with the red sauce. But the green was way better for sure. But, uh, <laughs> That's a. Hey, I was gonna say, man, green or red, and you're you're a green, green. guy. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I am now for there. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but growing up back in California, I would always get red. Right, you right, know right. what I mean? So that's why I had to try it and. It didn't hit. It was still good, but it, it just didn't hit the same. So, so what does a uh, a day off for Eric look like, man? Oof. It depends. Is it, is this is it? Are you mostly the type of person to like just chill at home? I and, would love you know? to. Yeah, I am. That's how I usually am. Um, but now with my girl, my girlfriend, she keeps me out, you know, yeah. and about. Which I is love good. Could turn that turn that FIFA shit off. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> See, if you're asking for my ideal day, that's it. Right okay, there. yeah. What's yeah. the ideal yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. Like, ideal day is train or game, right? Or, right. or are you talking about day off? Or yeah, day off. Like, like, day off. like you're not training today. The yeah. coach says, "Hey guys, uh, this Wednesday, uh-huh. free day. Like, don't worry about reporting. Don't fucking check out for a day. Yeah. Yeah. Do something else but football. All right, or so, soccer. I mean, so yeah. I'm I'm staying home all day, man. I'm sleeping in right when I wake up. Have a good big breakfast, hey. chill for a bit, maybe watch a little bit of TV, depending on how much I ate, because that could be in like in a food coma. <laughs> yeah, that you know? shit could go south. Yeah, could so, be on that couch for four exactly. hours, knock the fuck out. Exactly. He plans his day on how much he ate. Yeah, I love it. It has I love to be. It, it has it's to be because it's all it's all on the vibe and the yeah. energy, you know. Because if uh, I'm telling you, if I eat too much, then I'm just gonna be lazy. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. And, and but if I don't, then it's like right, I can chill for a little bit and then go straight to FIFA. And I could be there for hours until I hear the yelling. That's it. Yeah, right. Hey, we, <laughs> hey, we got to get his gamer tag so we can play him, dog. Uh, what hey. are you, uh, Xbox, PS guy? PS5. Hey, oh, fuck hey, the gay box. The yeah. one thing I don't like about you, Bill. Dude, PlayStation <laughs> is where it's at, man. Uh, Xbox, brother. Xbox. No. <laughs> He's like, no. no. Oh, man. So, okay. So, other than that, you're playing FIFA. You fucking. Yeah. That's it, man. FIFA until, until they tell you you can't do it no more. Yeah, and then that's it. it. But, I mean,. Honestly, it depends. It does depend. I can play for hours, right? If friends are online, okay. Oh, okay. If okay. It, if it's nobody's online, I'm by myself. I'm lasting an hour. Yeah, right? and for then sure. you just get over it. Yeah, home. I get bored real quick. Like it's and it doesn't even have to be like somebody on playing with me. Just online that I'm talking to through the mic. Yeah. Or even on Facetime sometimes. You know what yeah. I mean. Like I'll just yeah, just uh yeah just the just just to have somebody there yeah that's you know joining you. exactly so okay so let's say that <laughs> your friends aren't around uh-huh. you only play for an hour what are you doing after that well, TV I like watching a lot of movies hey. I would if anything I'm, if I'm leaving the house to really do something I want it's gonna be bowling. It's gonna be. I was gonna say that. Dude, I haven't been why. bowling in forever. Dude, dude, oh, dude. I love bowling. I'm so good at bowling, man. Oh shit! Damn. Is that a challenge? <laughs> Is that a challenge? Did he mop our ass and bowling? <laughs> I can tell already, dude. I'm. Uh, I've played for a while. You like yeah. to shoot pool or no? Uh, I do darts. About darts. Oh, darts! darts. My oh, yeah. Yeah. We gotta go to darts. Yeah. Go play uh, darts. I'm, I'm trying to look for a sport that I could beat him. Right. I'm the Michael Jordan of darts. Are you? No, you're not. 
Hey, act like I ain't won some I'll games before. <laughs> I had that one know. time at Flips. Uh, that was it. No, I won at fucking Union too. We ain't gonna get into that. Dude. Anyways, uh, yeah, darts. I was introduced to darts, darts really cool, like, dude. this year. Three hundred one. Let's yeah, go, man. I, I love darts. I love it, man. So let me just apologize. Us, uh, Chewy stepped on a fucking skunk. In case yeah, you can't dude. smell, Holy it's a fucking fuck. A skunk just died <laughs> in here, guys. I oh, I smell it all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, he just farted. Yeah. Well, right, legally, so. I don't smell nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, dude. So, what are your expectations? Uh, obviously, Coach Hutchinson mm. out from the Locos, um, and this was actually the first coach since Mark Lowry, yeah, which had been the coach since the Locos uh, were founded. And uh, Mr. Hutchinson comes in. Uh, decent year for the local standards. I mean, the, they had made the playoffs the, the previous years before. Mm-hmm. Uh, got close to a Western Conference a, a final before. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the mindset? Um, the, the new coach was, they had his press conference yesterday, mm-hmm. I believe. It's uh, Coach Brian Clairhout. Is that how you spell his, uh, his pronounce the name? To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I mean, this is brand new, uh, right? Yeah, here. exactly. I, mean, so. I, I honestly call him Coach. Coach, yeah. coach. <laughs> coach B. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> yeah. So, what is like? Uh, what are the expectations this year? Uh, how do you feel about going into this new season? And uh, what is it like that you guys are trying to accomplish out there? Yeah, I mean, expectations are are still being written and being re- honestly, you know, developed. Developed. Yeah, trying to you know pickpocket, you know, because we really haven't started. The official preseason right. and really getting to know his his style of play, his system, and what he really wants. Um, but other than that, like you know, for the year, I think everybody's going to come in with the same kind of mentality. Hopefully, which win is, it all. Yeah, yeah where, where was he coaching all. before? Sweden. Really? Yes. So That's he's got crazy, a, a different, definitely a different type of style of play uh-huh. for sure. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, yeah. Like I what, said, what's your opinion on him coming in? Well, I've already spoken to him a little bit. You, we haven't really had like a one-on-one, really right. like sit down, talk type of stuff. Uh, it's just a little bit here. Good morning there. And how are you? Um, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I mean, for him, for the coach, sorry, uh, didn't yeah. mean to cut you no, off. You're but good. He's still getting acclimated too. I yeah. mean, this is a, He's like, a, where am I? What right. the fuck? Is this Palmdale? <laughs> I mean, he came from Sweden, bro. He comes from Palmdale. Sweden to El Paso, but he's still trying to get acclimated, yeah. trying to fucking figure out his roster, exactly. see who he has. Meet his staff, the mm-hmm. owners, the people that no. are in the charge language. Of that. It's a culture shock. No, no, no but he knows. It. No, he knows English. No, but uh, I'm talking Spanish. about like Spanish. Well, I know, but he's gonna be speaking. No, in he's English talking about the, the city way. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, <laughs> at the same time, the like. Players, uh, like the players, the people yeah, he's yeah. going to be interacting with, they speak English. So, um, but it's it's just like he's trying to get his situation um, situated, mm-hmm. and then at that, like you said, you hadn't had to sit down with them, but eventually that will happen. Yeah, no, for and sure. And then you'll have a very um, not a very a better uh, better picture of what it is that you guys are trying to accomplish yeah. this year. No, hundred percent. Like I said, like uh, we haven't really talked much. He's been around. I'm just. I think really just evaluating, you know, the players that come in for training and, you know, trying to figure it out. And also, yeah, he has a lot of his play right now since he has just joined and they're for sure trying to, you know, announce him and really get him out there to, to, you know, the fans and uh, and the league, you know, itself. Um, But, yeah, we'll see see how this year goes. I mean, 
it's going to be a long, tough preseason for sure. Like, there's no doubt about that. Every yeah. preseason is always tough. Right. And that's where that's where we're really going to figure things out, you know. And then he'll figure his, his stuff out while we're figuring ourselves out. Right. You know? And then the team obviously is going to change. I mean, you guys, yeah. you brought in a new goalkeeper. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Richie Ryan's gone. Mm-hmm. A few other players have moved on. Mm-hmm. But uh, you've retained, uh, retained certain players like Yuma. I think, uh, is uh, Fox still? Is he still on the squad too? No, Foxy joined Orange County. Okay, so yeah. he actually. It all just like uh, the squad is fluid at the moment. Yeah. You know, you got young kids coming in too. Exactly. the locals have their youth academy now mm-hmm. and they promoted a few players into the senior team. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of hard to call it right now. But yeah, it I mean, is. Um, given the track record of the locomotives, I think, you know, we should expect some sort of successful mm-hmm. season. Uh, but like, uh, what is it? What is like a personal goal you have yeah. going? What, into what are you looking season? forward to this coming year? Me? I'm looking forward to trying to really, you know, earn my spot and really be that starter for every game. You know, like I want to play every minute of every game. And also my individual goals, you know, which is really, you know, increasing my my, my stats from last year. Like <coughs> I want to score more goals and be more of a threat and, you know, create still chances. Like even if it, they're not goals, you know, just having that opportunity on shots on goal and stuff. And then for sure more assists. I had two towards the end of the season, but I wish I, you know, had a little bit more. Right. Um, but yeah, but at the end of the day, man, I just want to go out there and play strong, you know, hard and win games. You know, I don't, I, I've always said I've never cared on who scores or if I score or any of that. I just want to win, you know, cause at the end of the day we win it all. Nobody's really, I mean, for me personally, I'm never going to look back and be like, Oh, how many goals did I score? How many did this guy score? Nah. We won the we won the trophy. Yeah. We're champs. We you did know it together. I mean? yeah. yeah, we did it all together. You know, yeah, respect to that man. Yeah, I so, love yeah. that mentality. One of the things that I've I thought is unique about uh, playing for the locomotives mm. is uh, kind of playing in in, the, in their uh, it's not their stadium. They share it with the Chihuahuas, yeah. but I think like the way the stadium looks and like the surrounding like environment. Like I took this guy to his first local game. He'd oh, never yeah? been before. And it was awesome. It's I, awesome. It was dude. so good that I stayed there longer than this guy. Yeah, I got really? fucking faded and had to leave. Right. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, f- that's besides the point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, like what? Like how do you? Like what's the? How do you feel about the atmosphere here in El Paso compared uh, to other places? It's great, man. It's a it's a big Mexican Hispanic town, so that's majority of like the sport there. Right. You know what I mean? That's where you grew up, you know, playing and watching. So I think having that passion behind it. Has really like you know made the the atmosphere of each game amazing you know, right. but uh but yeah I mean other than the stadium itself being a baseball stadium and having that, that little area of the grass you know it's it's not a bad you know not a bad you know stadium for for us to play at obviously everybody's talked about you know getting their own stadium right. and, and you know having that and that's the ultimate goal for sure and that's yep. gonna. That's going to really, like, you know, change. It's going to elevate. elevate exactly. you, dude, yeah, for real. It is. It is going to change the organization for sure in a better way. And for and even as a fan base, you know. Right. So hopefully, hopefully that, that comes, you know, sooner than later. So another question that I'm just curious about. Um, mm. When you got to El Paso, did you know how close it was to, to Mexico, to Juarez? Yeah. yeah Have you been to Juarez? No. No? I'm not planning on it. No? <laughs> no, he's like, no, 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 man. Chewie's from Juarez. So <laughs> that's why I'm sad. Uh, from there. <laughs> yeah. He just came. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't plan on going over there. There's nothing. For you, pretty much. Yeah, there's right. nothing in Juarez that is calling for me or my attention. Um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling here, focused here, and focused on my 
my career, my season, and now my new family coming in. Okay. Um, but yeah, like there's there's nothing in Juarez right now that is like eager for me to go or really go explore. Yeah. So okay, so yeah, this dude, the food. Yeah, yeah, the food, honestly, the dude, food would be, but it's like. I could eat. I, yeah, I'll survive. Can, yeah, I'll survive yeah, yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, I'm not like, really like in, in that kind of like mindset of like, oh, I need this real right, Mexican right, right, food. Right, 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 like, right. Nah, like, no, and you fine. get some good ass Mexican food here for sure, dude. Uh, so, okay, a uh, cu- couple quick questions yeah. before we start to get to the back end of the podcast here. Right. Uh, favorite fucking soccer team you said was Barcelona. Barcelona. Right? Okay. Barcelona. Baby. How? Like, uh, is there like a certain player that you remember watching, like back in the day, Iniesta days, or like? Well, it first started with Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, that's uh, <laughs> my dad had. My dad and my mom bought me my first Barca kit with his, with his number and name in the back. Right. Um. And after after he left, it was. Obviously, Messi, Iniesta, and Xavi. Xavi, yep. yeah, those Xavi and Iniesta are my idols, man. and those guys. Do you kind of like uh, try to like not like? I try super hard, like like play kind of like yeah. in that, their style, right? Yeah. I like felt, that quick pivot, like yeah. you know, ball in, ball out. Exactly. You know like I, I feel like if any between the two that I can try to really say I my game is related to theirs, or somewhat is more Xavi. Okay, because I'm not that. You know, dribbler kind of right, guy right, still, right, right, right. and still trying to work on. Um, so I would say Xavi more because you know he's more of that like you know workhorse and also very good passer. Right. You don't see him really dribbling as much, you know, as Iniesta. So I would say Xavi, but Iniesta is another you know for sure another idol of mine that I would want to like really copy his game right, right, right. And, you know bring it to or mind. take as much from his game yes. and implement as much of it into yes. yours you yes know I mean? you know because especially the dribbling part you right know, the dribbling part is is what it's tough I, yeah what's tough for yeah. me about it you know being quick with the with the ball okay you know anybody can be fast and quick without the ball but with, yeah. the, with the ball it's, it's different when you have a fucking yes. ball to keep track exactly. of it. Yeah. and yes. fucking defenders crashing yeah. in on yeah. you exactly fucking, yeah dude that's i want to see chris out there man i want to see chris bro. play some soccer honestly yeah. like i i don't know he'd I'm be not, the goalie no 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 i'll train you bro i'm doing private session honestly hey, like go like sure. dude i've never played soccer like i said but i feel like if you told me what position I need to play, I would know like the role at least. Yeah, like, yeah okay, you you're fucking center mid. Okay, all what right. position would you think fucking, you would play? I would want to be a fucking water boy striker. <laughs> <laughs> I would, would want to play like on the wing, honestly. Uh, but you that's speed for that. Yeah, yeah. You Are you right footed? I am right footed, okay. so I can send in a mean cross from the right side. Nice. You wouldn't, uh, yeah, a mean one, dude. Yeah, a mean, mean one, one. Dude. perfect. Yeah. Uh, nicely, <laughs> you'd be offsides you know every time. Hey, so know, so man. you do that? You you uh you do private I'm, like, lessons? I'm going to this okay. this year. This year is what I'm good. going to. I've done it. I've done it in the past in in California. I've done it in in New York. Um, but this year I decided to do it here in El Paso. So hopefully, you know, I get dude, some, start get some, some caps clients up, dude. You're gonna get yeah. some people. In yeah. There. Well, at first I want to start up at least like getting some clients, you know, for individual training right. sessions, and then you know what? Then- that would be the best, like I guess, like promo video mm-hmm. to be like, hey man, this is my friend Chris, and then you show him drinking beer like that. And then uh, he's never been on a soccer team before, but let me show you the transformation that yeah. I'm going to create. And I'm like, bombing down the yeah. fucking yeah. wing. A month yeah. later, a month later, this guy's fucking doing better. Pinpoint cross. You know, like, yeah, hell yeah. Diving. Yeah. Doing Olympicas and shit. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, dude. From the corner, taking a fucking corner kick, scoring it. Yeah, dude. Just drinking bowlers. a butt light while he's running. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, dude. That, I mean, that's cool. Uh, yeah, favorite man. soccer player? Is it still uh, Ronaldinho? 
No, no. Favorite soccer player is Messi right now. Messi? Yeah, okay. 100%. Yeah, I think, I, uh, you know what? Like, I really like fucking, um, I remember getting into soccer. Mm. Arsenal was like the first team I liked. Okay. Robin, Robin Van Persie. Van Persie, yes, He sir. was a fucking animal. He bro. was. When I was, was watching so soccer, it was all about that Ronaldinho guy. Yeah, yeah dude, that's who he was. 406, dude, when he was with Barcelona. Yeah, man. So, but when I hear Arsenal, I don't think of Van Persie. I think Thierry oh, Henry. Yeah, I was gonna man. say everybody Thierry thinks Henry. of Thierry Henry. Yeah, they're both. They're both yeah, up yeah. there for sure. But, but I, I just remember fucking. I I just remember fucking uh, Robert Van yeah. Persie, bro. That the guy Dutch was man. the shit, dude. Yeah, like he, you know yeah, what I mean? He was man. He was he unreal. was a baller, dude. And then like I remember like Philip Lom for Germany, yeah. fucking uh, Michael Ballack, all dude, these yeah, Michael yeah, Ballack. You know what I mean? Legends, like, legends, dude. So. And then I'm so I'm so glad you met you mentioned Alexi Sanchez because when he was at Arsenal, dude, I really fucked with them. Oh yeah, uh, things didn't go right. Him and Arsen Arsen Wenger no. fell out, and then he ended up with I think Napoli or somewhere. And I thought uh, he went to Man U, right? Yeah, he went. To well, Man he U. went yeah. to Man U, didn't work out there. Then he went to like where's he at right somewhere. now? No, I thought he's in uh, Inter. Inter. Inter's an Italian yeah. club. I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, he was a baller, and I liked him because he was small, mm-hmm. like statue wise. But dude, he was a fucking dog on the fucking yeah, pitch. Yeah, he was. He, he was didn't back down either, dude. Animal, nah. dude. And even even with his with his national team with Chile. Chile. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Who's the other guy from Chile? Vidal, Vidal. right? Arturo, Arturo Vidal. Vidal. Arturo Vidal. Yes, sir. Yeah. He was a Barca guy. He was. Yeah. They both were. And he yep. went to Bayern too, no? He was for at, like a season. He was at yeah. Bayern first, and, and then, then he went to Barca. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. Fucking yeah. soccer talk. I can talk soccer with you all day, bro. <laughs> this guy's lost. He's like he's like touchdown. He's like Chargers. I'm like, you don't have a jersey to wear a soccer jersey. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. All right, guys, we're going to fucking transition to the back end of the podcast. We're going to get ready to wrap this shit up. Uh, before we do that, uh, does anybody know what fucking time it is? You have the time, dude? Tell me you got the time, dude? Yeah, it is 8.37. Let me tell you something, Eric. That's that's a time, but it's not the time. Oh, my bad. Because the time is. <laughs> it's time for the five random questions here at Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast hosted by your boy, Chris Marcus. He's like, all these iPhones in here, none of y'all can fucking tell the time. He's like, can I watch? Well, let me tell you something, man. At least now you know. All right. You know what time it is? All right. Man. You know what's going to be funny, dude? It's like, like from now on, like he's going to be like in practice and shit. And then somebody's be like, hey, man, you know what time it is? He's like, it's time. Like, it's time. <laughs> They're gonna be like chill, dude. Yeah. Chill. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Let's get some music uh, here. I really love this fucking this music right here, yeah. dude. What kind of music do you listen to? This isn't a question of a random question, but dude, I'm all kind, man. Whatever, like, whatever it is, like, you I, I, I like. Yeah, I'll listen to her from time to time. Whatever, you know. All right. Oh, depend, I don't know about depend, that. Depending on depending Fuck on the song. Fuck y'all. <laughs> you know, like like uh, I listen to country. I listen to rap. I listen to pop. Like. R&B like any anything that really like what about like, bluegrass that doesn't sound like a song to me or kind of music what about like uh, like polka music you fuck with that <laughs> polka what music? the fuck is that alright so real fast before we get into the questions yeah. uh, favorite artist out right now ooh Bad Bunny I would say Bad Bunny cause that's the only one I could think of out right now but fuck with Drake I fuck with Drake. Fuck hey. with Drake heavy. I fuck with Chris Brown. Chris hey. Brown. Yeah. Dude, uh, Chris underrated Brown. Uh, thing about Chris Brown is his rapping, bro. 
Like when that guy yeah. wants to rap, yeah. he can rap his yeah. fucking ass off, bro. Yeah, I he could also roundhouse kick. <laughs> yeah, how do you rate his boxing skills? He can do that too, but uh, <laughs> you know, like yeah. like everybody thinks the Crips rap, R and B, like fucking singing, like making love to your Dancing. girl, yeah. stealing your chick right from yeah. under your Mr. nose. Mr. Steal your bitch. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, when he raps, like that guy, is, he's uh, he's yeah. on another level. Chris is like, yeah. yo, take my girl. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Have, you take can have her, bro. He's like, hit me, hit me, hit me. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. So you said you like country. Too, who yeah. do you fuck with his country? Uh, I love Morgan Wallen, bro. Yeah, he's I love him beast. too. He's he's really good. I love his music. Uh, I went to a Thomas Red concert. Oh, shit. Last oh year. nice. Thomas Red is yeah, shit he's too. fucking yep. amazing, man. Uh, I'm introduced to Parker McCollum. Yeah, Parker McCollum. Yeah, that, that, that's that's my my girlfriend's another like, guy man. that I like. Yeah, um, that's uh, that, we're, we're going to see him. Okay, the, hey, the and if, if she likes him, you like him, dude. Another one. She's always right. That's all, yeah, that's good advice, time. right there. Another I know, but it's the worst. <laughs> another country artist <laughs> that I like. I don't know if you've heard of him, Cole Swindell. Yeah, uh, really fucking talented musician too. So yeah, he um, is. Yeah, I listen to him. But I love I love country. I love exactly. rap. I love all fucking all. Chris, nobody fucking asked you. I know. All right, we're fucking. Vibing out, exactly. we talk about dude. This happens all the time, dude. We'll ask our guests about yeah. music, and Chris, like, well, let me tell you what I like. <laughs> it's all good. No, I mean, my, my number one country artist right now is uh, Luke Combs. Yo, hey. yes, sir. That's the guy right there. Luke Combs is the fucking shit, dude. Yeah, I Luke Combs, really like him, bro. He's the guy, man. He yeah, is dude. literally the fucking. I like Midland. Is that what Midland's you're listening good. to? Uh, in the locker room before a game, or, or you know, what are you nah, listening to? <laughs> in, the, in the locker room, I don't control the music. Right, you know? somebody else's. DJ. Yeah, somebody else's. But on the way there, I'll listen to him for yeah. sure. He's hell part yeah. of my. He's part of my. What do you call it? A uh, game ready playlist. Hell oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. His new song. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Can you sing it for us? That's a question. <laughs> no, I'll don't have him sing it. It's copyright. That's not copyright. It is copyright. I think it's like the kind Just of. Just change the words a little bit. Um, Let me see. I, I really like the Spanglish. I, I really like the uh, one uh, one number away or one call away. One song. call away. Yeah, that one's hard. And then the hurricane one. That one's yeah, hard. Hurricane's too. hard. Um, the, kind, yeah. the kind of love we make. See? Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of love hard. we make. Hey, that song. Hey, Top of shit. I want to be listening. The kind of love we make. Me say. Hey. hey, there you go. All right, let's get some music. Let's get into these fucking it. five random questions <laughs> here. Question number one. What is your favorite candy or dessert? Oh, easy. Candy, I do anything sour. Anything oh. sour patch, sour punch. Oh, wow. Anything. Yeah. Sour punch, strawberry patch. Yeah, kids, dude, bro. super fire. What are the, what are the, like the, what are they called? They're, I, they're the sour ones, but I don't know if it's like the Airhead brand. The strips. Strip. Oh, it's the strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The strip, right? The strips. The yeah, sour yeah, the strips. strips. They're like red, blue, yeah, and yellow. Those, and red or even whatever. just yeah. red by itself. Yeah, you know dude. What oh, I mean? fire. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I love sour candy. Big sour candy guy over here. Yeah. Uh, I love me a payday, too. Paydays are fire. Paydays are probably my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Paydays are so That caramel good, and uh, the peanuts. Favorite, ice, favorite ice cream? Favorite ice cream? Just vanilla. Oh, dude, cookies. Yeah. That's my man right there, dude. No, no. I like pistachio. Some French vanilla, homemade vanilla, dude. That's it. That's all I need. That's all you need. You put that shit on top of a brownie. But you can't disrespect the cookies and cream. No, I love it. I love it too, but like, I'm just vanilla's where it's going. Yeah, it's easier. I love vanilla ice cream. All right, question number two. Let's get some more music here, Misa. What? Okay, so if if you were on death row, and um, let's just let's say you hopefully never get there. Okay. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> what would be your last meal? What is it like? The fucking. Oh. You can have anything you want to. Don't limit yourself. Well, my answer is gonna be stupid. No, um, let's hear it. The first thing that came to mind, I want a big burrito from Chipotle, man. Hey! Hey, that's what Chipotle, you want, bro. I can eat Chipotle all day. I love day, Chipotle, man. bro. Okay, Chipotle. what kind of shit from Chipotle? What's in your burrito? In my burrito, I'm getting brown rice, black beans, chicken, veggies. I'll get 
corn, sour cream, cheese, guac. Damn, the works. Yeah, dude. He's hitting all the fucking spots right yeah, there. Hell yeah. Dude, I love Chipotle, man. And, <laughs> like the one thing that I was looking forward to when I joined MLS, I thought I would like be considered like a rookie or homegrown. Right. And but they don't do that no more. But back then they would have they had the like homegrown like Chipotle like thing. So those You'd be home, sponsored by them those, or something? Those homegrowns would get a legit like Chipotle card, card just for it up free, Fuck. for free Chipotle Damn. for the whole year. Or yeah, so you listen like, in Chipotle. Hey, my dude, boy here sponsor. is down. Eric likes Chipotle. I mm-hmm. eat Chipotle a lot, man. Yeah, I dude. can promote. Hell yeah, Chipotle's fire. Yeah, dude. I like. Uh, I mean, I could tell if I if, if just by looking at him, be like, dude, this guy eats at Chipotle. Have you? I eat have you ever had Chipotle? Burritos. I've had Chipotle. A couple I like. Times. I fuck with. Chipotle. I, I don't. I don't. No. Well, that's because everything for you has to be super Mexican, Joe. <laughs> spicy. You know, spice yeah. in there. He's like, the baby mamas have to be super yeah. Mexican. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> they have to be okay. Latinas. Yeah. All right. Question number three. Let's get some more music here. Um, you were saying earlier that you're a big movie guy. Yeah, right? I am. Um, what's your. Uh, do you watch a lot of TV? Do you have a favorite TV show? I do time? have a favorite TV show that I can watch 24 7. Oh, no oh what. what is it? Can Friends. we guess? Honestly, that was my oh, first guess. Shit. Friends? Yeah. Yeah. friends? It's always friends. Friends or The Office. Friends, oh. Office, Breaking Bad. Breaking Those Bad are, like, are, are, are usually Seinfeld. what people fucking Dude, Seinfeld, Office, yeah. I cannot get. I, like, I cannot friends get is boring. to it. Yeah. You Where's know what? That's what I thought about Friends. Honestly, that's what I thought about Friends until like when I was like twenty. Mm-hmm. I had a um, I, I got in a uh, like I rented out a room, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I ever had like a room where I lived with somebody that I didn't know. It was yeah. through like uh, Craigslist or some shit. Okay, and this guy actually worked for uh, some TV station or something. Like at nights, he was like, the camera guy or whatever. But he's all like, hey, man, I like watching Friends uh, on Wednesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> so TV is mine on those days. So if you're down to watch them. And I was like, dude, honestly, I've, I've seen parts, but I've never seen. He's, he's like, like, fuck yeah. your friends. I, no, he's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. He's like, guess what we're doing on Wednesday? Friends. We're going to watch this shit. So we, we did it. And I was at first I was like, I don't really know this guy's yeah. a big dude, you know, like kind of weird, yeah. you know. And I was like, fuck it, you know, I'll do it. And then so we did it. And dude, six hours straight, like till like three o'clock in the fucking morning watching fucking friends and the, so i was like dude i gotta go to bed but if i didn't have to go to bed we keep watching, <laughs> yeah, keep watching the show. So and he, he looked at me and he's all like hey i made you a believer. Yes, he's like you're, he's like, you're a friend a now yeah best part of friends Bro. jennifer aniston yeah 100 100 percent, man 100%. absolutely absolutely goddess goddess oh goddess God. dear Dude. You know, a lot of you, it takes a lot to get to goddess tier. That's I all I gotta know, say. I don't know. I'm done with Phoebe too, though. It's not even. That's not even her name, though. Her name yeah. is. Uh, I don't care what her name is, dude. What no. You, no, her name. Her name. She changed it. She changed it to <laughs> Princess. Oh, oh that's right. Fuck. What was Courtney Cox can get it. Corny Cox, Corny Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, question number four. If you had to play another sport besides soccer, which one are you playing? Uh, that's easy, but I don't know how much success I would get from it, but basketball. Basketball? Yeah. Okay, hell yeah. You yeah. got a favorite basketball player of all time? All time? Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Hey, 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 hey being from R. Cali. R. Yeah, yes, dude, sir. Hard Lakers fucking, all day. Yes, sir. I, I uh, Fucking basketball. I really like basketball. I really like football. Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, because you fucking run so much, basketball mm. would be fucking yeah. right up your alley and yeah, shit. Man. You got I a was, jump shot, though? You got I a, got a jump yeah. shot. I got handles. I'm, I'm shit. And now we got to go play ball, too. <laughs> we got to go <laughs> play guards, basketball. Yeah, I got some you, handles, my guy. I do, man. That was the sport 
for me for school like that was right. all anybody played so i was there right and you know i grew up just playing basketball 24 7 at school or with friends outside of soccer you know so i picked it up pretty quick steph curry with the shot boy yeah. hey <laughs> fucking all right Drake fucking here. last question here question number five let's get it would you rather bike 50 miles or swim three miles. I'm biking, bro. You're biking, yeah. dude. Swimming is hard. Swimming bro. super hard. Imagine swimming three miles, bro. <laughs> dude, I, I can't even, even swim across to. a pool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, three uh, miles underneath, underneath the water. Underneath the water, sure. like yeah. even over the water. <laughs> that shit is crazy, dude. Yeah, so you would say bike. Yeah, right? I'm biking okay. for it's sure. It's like I'm a land guy. Don't yeah. like to get in the water. You know, I was just thinking. I just said that, dude, and I was a lifeguard. They're probably not getting saved. <laughs> Whatever. Shout out to uh Win and Wild. Dude. Shout out to you were, you were there? Yeah, they hired me, <laughs> me and Junior. Oh, that's right. They, they hire me. anyone there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, I only saved one guy's life and he almost killed me actually. He was like six four, like some dude. He's like, I was trying to die. He jumped in it was that fucking the treehouse one. It was a brand new the alien ride like yeah around and he just shoots you down into his like 10 foot fucking little pool yeah and he jumped fucking whoop, i guess he didn't know how deep it was like at the dawn so he fucking shit up and it's like 12 feet like this guy's not coming up you know and yeah. then like somebody's like you don't know how to swim you know and i was like so first thing you gotta do is blow, blow the, the fucking whistle, yeah, whistle. Yeah. <laughs> so i blew the whistle and then i prayed to god and then i jumped in mm-hmm. with, then, your little, with your little your little red thing yeah yeah so i jumped in and i remember Baywatch. like i remember feeling this guy's shoulders so i grabbed his arm and mm-hmm. then right when i touched him he grabbed my legs and he started pulling yeah. me down Big you know yeah and then after that i was like dude fuck being a lifeguard dude yeah, yeah fuck like, that for dude. real for real people he didn't even say much. thanks dude <laughs> all he said is like what took you so long i was like I had to blow a fucking whistle, bro. What are you talking about? I was making sure you, yeah. you were just, like, you know. You were messing around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Those are our five random questions with our boy, Mr. Eric Alvillo. Member of your sure. El Paso locomotives. Uh, thank you again for being here, man. We really do appreciate it. We're going to get ready to wrap up the pod. We're going to go around the studio here, give our final thoughts today. Uh, let's start with you, Joe. Oh, Eric, thanks for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule. And you're probably training hard for yeah. the new season. Um. It's dope that you're coming to the locomotives. Uh, we're definitely going to go catch you on some games, but I've never been to a locomotive game yet. What? So guys. Sucker. I haven't. So this That's year crazy. I'm going to make it that, you know, all of us go do a blog. And, yeah. Uh, hopefully we catch you out there. Hopefully we can witness you scoring a goal. Yeah, for sure. I uh, also want to say uh, congrats on the baby. And, Thank you, uh, Thank you. Appreciate and that. And best wishes on that journey as well, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's the final thoughts today, brother. Yeah, thanks again, man. Thanks again for showing up today. Um I, I love your mentality. I love, I love where you come from, what, what, you know, the, mm-hmm. the plans that you have for your life. Um, I think everybody should be thinking like this on, mm-hmm. on any uh, thing that they're doing on whatever profession <laughs> they're, they're going for. So thanks again, Matt. Thanks again for showing up. Uh, good luck on this next season. Uh, I got to say, you are, uh, as of right now, now that uh, um, Richie Ryan is gone, you're, gonna, you're my favorite player for Thank uh, you, Locomotive. Man. So I'm going to be out there cheering for you, dude. Um, if you see me out there without a shirt and your number on my chest, dude, hey, I want you to come up to me. I and will slap my titties around and be like, hey, <laughs> All right, I'll, gotcha, I'll do it, man. He's gonna be with you. Know, you know, Alan, I got you, I'll man. Slap the <laughs> shit out there, titties, baby. <laughs> thanks you, again, man. Thank yeah, you, thank course, you, Chris. Thank you. Good shit, man. Um, yes, everybody listening, guys, support, support, support. Locomotives, man, they're here. They're playing for us. They're playing for our city. Also, guys, thank you so much for watching, listening. You guys make sure to stay safe and stay fresh. Yes, sir. Eric, final words today, brother. Final no. thoughts. Uh, no, man. Just thank you guys for giving me this opportunity. I appreciate this. Like, again, this is my first podcast, you know, live, in person. 
and it's been a blast you know no matter i don't even know what time it is how long we've been doing it but it's been it's been obviously a, a, a blessing you don't even give a fuck about time guys no, no, bro, not at all, man. three o'clock in the morning yeah. dude so you know yeah but I'll, stay, I'll stay up as long as i need to to go finish my chores so you do know what time it is <laughs> no but i'm saying it's like time. It's time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't click yeah, in my yeah, 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 but I'll, I'll, get, I'll get it. Yeah, eventually. But yeah, dude. Uh, fucking uh, final thoughts for me today, uh, from me guys today, uh, Mr. Eric. Thank you one more time uh, for being here today, taking time out of your busy schedule, busy life. Uh, with everything that you got going on mm. thank you for coming in chilling in the studio with us giving us as much time and access to you as possible uh we really 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 do appreciate that uh with that being said dude you have an open door policy on the podcast whenever you want to come appreciate back it. uh we really do appreciate you coming here and uh good luck dude good thank luck you. on the season uh good luck on everything with your personal life your your child uh your girl everything dude we wish you the best we'll be supporting yeah uh, we'll definitely be catching you at a fucking local game yes, like misa said guys if you haven't been to a local game, go to a fucking local <laughs> game. It's easily the best live sports hey, I'm telling you, yeah. you don't have to be a big fan of soccer. Don't have nope. to be the biggest I wasn't, soccer dude, fan. But it's just being around that energy, exactly. watching your team You're going to have a fucking yeah. good time, I'm Jesus. telling you. You will. You will 100%. So, and if you don't like it, I'll pay for your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so last time, guys, one more round of applause for Mr. Eric. Thank you once again, brother. Thank Best you guys. Yes, Thank you for letting me fucking pop your podcast, Cherry. Yes, yes, I always you for that. Hey, I take pride in it, brother. Yeah. And thank you uh, for uh, answering uh, when I slid in your DMs, man. It really no, of means course, a lot. Creepy, man. but uh, thank you, brother. Creepy. Thank you for taking that chance. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, I'm very like into my social media and right. really like you know responding back as much as i can yeah and even now you know with you know the private sessions that i'm starting to do right like uh, i'm i gotta yeah, check you gotta be day. open to yeah. fucking checking you know, your dms exactly. and shit so. you know, i'm getting a lot of alerts hopefully and hopefully that you know new chapter in my life can can grow it's only right. gonna get better for you brother oh, yeah sure man i hope sure. so i for hope sure. so we'll see so yeah nice. again one more like, one more time Sheesh. one more time Alright guys, episode 165 Conversing with Chris and Misa The podcast Shout out our sponsor Chewy from Next Gen Sports uh, Omar at uh, Fucking Sun City Vibes And Aaron at I and I Glass so I'll Make sure you all Show them some love Show us some love By subscribing to our YouTube channel Follow us on Facebook Like us on Instagram And uh, with all that being said guys Episode 165 With our guy Mr. Eric Cavillo We are Hey, uh, can, somebody, can somebody play us on Palmdale <laughs> by Afro Man? <laughs>